When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. For this week in league, the Doggies under 8's behemoth gives Rugby League Live 4, 5 out of 5, saying the gameplay is just like real life. Bribery, intrigue, plots and mysterious deaths. Every Monday on Game of Thrones and every other day in the world of Bryce Cartwright. Des Hassler seeks Irish government assistance to balance the books in a potato-based economy. Plus, we look back at all the action from round 21 of the 2017 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 266 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Oh, first thing Thursday morning. So it's, well, it's not a rare thing, but it's, uh, well, it's the first time probably for that, but but we were doing like Wednesday mornings early, yes. in, early in the season, but not this early though. No. So I uh, was doing nice and early and uh, I'm just, I feel a different energy. Even though I fucking half feel half dead and didn't get enough sleep. Like, oh, really? Oh, I feel yeah. like just waking up in the morning, like, I feel, I feel, I don't know, I just... I think it's still like even though even though it's only probably like a three out of ten, it's probably the best that anyone's going to get out of me at this point. <laughs> three out of ten is about as good as I get lately, so <laughs> so it's all good. Um, to get, to get I tell you, I, I need to I need to start my start my training for the for the grand final meetups because um I got got smashed on Tuesday night. Hot <laughs> midweek midweek getting smashed. Oh. It's hard to back up from. <laughs> <laughs> you got school drop offs and shit the yeah, next morning. No. <laughs> at, uh, at the at, at the soccer at the soccer ball of all of all things too, in the VIP the, the FFA Cup, uh, the magic of the cup, as they say, with the uh, the Peninsula Power, uh, our, our club uh, taking yeah, okay. on taking on Melbourne something. I think it was Melbourne City. I think there's two Melbourne teams. I don't fucking have a clue, <laughs> but they're cunts and they're wearing they're wearing. Isn't Melbourne a city? Well, it is, and then they've got a team called Melbourne City, so it's like they think they're the city. Why do fucking soccer have to, like, do they... Put just, your phone on mute, cunt. Do they think all their fans are illiterate fucktards? Yeah, it's, you know, it's you know, it's, it's soccer ball stuff. Like, do they think that if they don't put the city after it, they'll think it's Mel... I'm not Italian. Why are you asking me these born? questions? Like, you know, fuck, Mel Gibson set himself on fire. <laughs> So it was the biggest game in the club's history, and they gave a good account of themselves because in these first round games, when the or round of thirty-two games, when there's like a team that's like a local team playing like an A-League team, no, and and also the defending champions of the competition yeah. um, of the FFA Cup, that is, um, 
those games are supposed to go down like 8-0, 6-0, yeah, <laughs> okay. and they fucking did very well. They only lost 2-0, and like literally both goals, one was scored 10 seconds before halftime, and yep. one was scored about 90 seconds before full-time, so they did a fucking incredible job, and um, and we were there, obviously, because the, the uh, kids play for Peninsula Power, and, and they were playing at halftime as well, and fucking... Killers, I've got to watch out for him because, like, he was kind of like nervous and everything, like, because the coach was joking saying that they'd have to play against Melbourne City and, like, they'd have to be playing against Tim Kale and shit. But and he was like, was, um, are we, are we, He's like, we have to play against. Is he a good player? Yeah, we have to play against those guys, apparently. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and um, he's, he's one, he's, I recognize his name. <laughs> I've, I've heard the name. <laughs> I believe he's done stuff. Mm. But, um, See, and they come out at half time though, they like to play and they're fucking and he's and you know, under lights and everything in front of like a, a packed like dolphins or like Redcliffe Rugby League Stadium and um and he's fucking dabbing and shit just in the middle of the game, just on the field and just like skipping around and fucking waving and shit. I'm going, Oh god. See he loves an audience too much. You are Yep. You are a very organized person. I know that you juggle Oh, yeah, you juggle many pies. I don't feel very organised, but okay, I see. What you, I, um, I understand what you're saying. And over the, over the last little while, you've been getting more and more involved in soccer. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. And <laughs> I've seen my one actual grown-ups game did, of the year. <laughs> no, did, you're talking about buying jerseys. You've got a club you support in another country, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know. This is the sport, remember, that refused to hold a minute silence for victims of terrorism. Oh, they held a minute, minute, minute silence for Les Murray, They refused to though. observe it. They, they do their own. Yeah. They look after their own, apparently. <laughs> Les Murray, some dude. <laughs> and, you know, then the, then there's this terrorist thing. Yep. I think they've just gotten you in there. Yep. To try and somehow then blame this terrorism act on a Bulldogs fan. And we all know it's a soccer-related terrorism plot. How about Western Sydney, though? They've got, they've got, they've got they're, they're ripping flares into soccer. They're fucking trying to blow. Doggies fans are trying to blow shit up. Like, just fucking relax. Fuck's sake. I mean, like, yeah, okay. The Wanderers are garbage, and fucking the doggies are garbage, and like the Tigers are garbage, and like, and yeah, Parramatta aren't, aren't as garbagey, but they're being they're certainly cunts. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's other stuff in life, though. There is. <laughs> don't, you don't have to start blowing things up. And Trouble is, It's like an escalation, though, because Wanderers are getting all the press because they're fucking ripping flares and shit, and the dogs are like, oh, how are we going to top this? <laughs> Can't get live grenades into a game. So, that's, that's, I know. <laughs> What's got worse security than an NRL <laughs> fucking venue? Airports, let's go. <laughs> let's... <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, of course. Uh, it was it was it was a good night, and like and like any any sporting event you go to, when you're in a VIP situation, when they're just throwing food and piss at you, it's always you, you're going to have a good time no matter what. Oh yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so it was a great night. But um, yeah, I, doing that on a Tuesday night is fucking ridiculous, and I, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I went to an AFL grand final once. Okay. In a box. Yeah. As the guest of a former great of one of the clubs that were playing. Okay. It was a bl- who was a player. What was what was his story? Uh, Do you remember his name? No. He, there was a blue and white team. Yeah. There's a couple of them, though, so okay. And there was a, like a turd brown and mustard yellow team. Okay, that's going to be Hawthorne. I know that. Okay. And they played in the grand Blue and final. white could be like Geelong or it could be like North Melbourne or something. I'll be, when was yeah. it? When was this? Fucking almost a decade ago, probably. Okay. Um, and there was me and a couple other guys. Yeah. 
from rugby league states. Yeah. There. Yeah. And we just sat in this box, obnoxiously calling all the knock-ons <laughs> that the ref was missing all game. Oh. And the, the bloke I was with at one stage, <clears throat> yep, asked this making friends former legend of AFL to get him some drinks because he thought he was a waiter. <laughs> Look, oh, that's if anybody out there in Hollywood's looking for a fish out of water story, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does it build anything? Is there an ending, or is it just? <laughs> I think I threw up in a taxi. <laughs> well, if it's just if it's going to be just obnoxious, obnoxious and relatively unfunny all the way through, I mean, like they've already made that. They called it Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. <laughs> There's a bit of podcast crossover for you, boys. Um, <laughs> welcome to new listeners. Um. We had uh, at Total Ben RL, uh, so he's he's angling to be the Alpha Ben of our listeners, of which of which there are many. Are there? Uh, really? uh, yeah, oh, I can think of like at least three off the top of my head straight away. But actual Alpha Bens? Well, no, not Alpha, not Alpha. I'm just saying Bens. Yeah, there's no, lots no, of Bens. Yeah. No, I'm saying he's angling to be the Alpha of the Bens. Yes, okay. Uh, Long time listener, first time tweeter in the UK. You can hate me twice. I'm Roosters first and Broncos second. And he's uh, been a heart eyeing emo- emoji this week in league for three years well thank you sir thank you for tweeting um how do you you know the whole second team thing is just a, that's one question that's it's not the teams that you had it's the fact that you had a one and a two that's <laughs> that's the real problem with what you're saying there. look i guess i guess you'd get a pass for this because of living in fucking depressing yep you know plague land Yep, you know, so bad, well, bad food, worse weather. Well, my sphere of reference is basically limited to Nic- Nicholas Nickleby. Yeah. So I, I just assume that. Have you been there? No, not good. To good, you're lucky. But I, I just assume that everyone still calls everyone governor. I had, t- I had, I had, a, terrible, I had a terrible time in Like top hats, but with the flap coming up on the top. <laughs> I basically so, I'm the Dennis Farina stance <laughs> on England. <laughs> um. So I guess we can excuse you picking like two teams that have nothing in common because normally when people are going to hedge, they signed Wayne Bennett. There's something. (laughs) 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 Welcome aboard, Wayne Bennett, Justin Hodges, (coughs) Dale Copley, and others. Um, but welcome, sir, and thank you for tweeting us. Um, <clears throat> Beerboy182, I forgot to throw this in last week, uh, I believe, probably because of rush for time, but um, Clevo sent us, he, well, he sent us a tweet about two weeks ago talking about um, Dane Gagai being so beautiful, you know, he could potentially, you know, be included in a in a Ladyboy 13. Yes. He's then going to expand Ladyboy 13. <laughs> And uh, given us an entire team, and uh, just going through, I've, the, the the picture here that I have here is actually um, it's actually uh, cut off some of the some of the names on there, but um, he's putting people like Vuni Valo in there, uh, Dylan Walker in at centres with Gay Guy, uh, Valentine Holmes, Mitch Moses, Sean Johnson in the halves, mm. um, Aaron Woods. Look, I know there's that Matilda meme going around, but that doesn't does just because he looks like a, a a magical little kid. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that he's got potential lady boy potential. You know, you know, like, yeah, Dan Mortimer. Oh, you know, his first pick for mine. Like first, he, he's cap- captain he coach. Be, I mean, he's got he, he's got Dan Gay guy as captain, but I think Dan Mortimer's first pick captain coach. Yeah, CEO, eyelash consultant. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> cutting up the oranges. 
Maybelline with those laser sexy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan James. I've got to be honest. I haven't. I've never thought about this before. But some of the names really jumped out at me. Is like, really? Yeah. I need to. Yeah. Tamalolo. I don't know. Ryan Madison, Craig Wing, Craig Wing's probably another one that. Lends oh himself. fucking hang on here! What are we going? Are we going to all eras? Are we? It seems to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the only one that he's really pulled out of uh, out of the the ether. He's got Val Holmes in 15 as well. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Moylan, there's something for you. (coughs) Matt Moylan, 17, so he's only got him on the bench. Yeah, he's young. He's got Michael Witt in there as well. Yeah, so he has gone. Matt Moylan's got got to mop up until he's of legal age. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely, though, the weirdest fucking... <laughs> the weird, the weirdest, the weirdest fucking thing that has been brought that has been brought up on, yeah. on the show, like a lady boy thirteen. But hey, if you've got any great ideas, send them in. Uh, <clears throat> Jh Bartley underscore ninety said, twenty sixteen para worse than Hitler for breaching the cap. Twenty seventeen beloved underdog eels for premiership. NRL media jumped on the bandwagon. This is true, but you've got to remember as well, like last year. Before, when did all that shit, when, like, the, the rumours started, you know, a month or two into the season, but then it all started hitting them halfway through the season, yeah. right? Yeah. But you've got to remember that first month, <coughs> they had, um, that was like Kieran Foran was, you know, the, the first game was Manly versus Parramatta and, you know, it's Foran against his old club, blah, yeah. blah, blah. For the first month before that premier, before that uh, cheating shit came to light, they were the narrative team. That was, this was their year. They had Foran and Watmo and they were fucking building and blah, blah. They were they were the team that year, and then that got kind of derailed because of the salary cap thing. You got to remember, you know, you're saying that Parramatta worse than Hitler. Yeah, I'm not sure too much of the hate was directed at the club itself or the players themselves. They did a pretty good job of like putting it on like Seawood and you know the the individuals well, involved. The, you know, the simple thing is though, in this one, yep the the general public look at that and go, okay, Parramatta were over the salary cap. Mm-hmm. It's come out that it was because of dodgy invoices yep how the fuck do the players know about how they're invoicing the soup supplier to funnel money back in how do the players add up everything that everybody's on yep as opposed to what you got in Melbourne where players had two contracts with different and had to be, and had yeah, and had to be signed obviously yeah, yeah yeah so very different circumstances um i i'm not sure Parramatta were ever worse than hitler yep their board proved to be such cunts yep that the heat was on them anyway. I saw that Scott Scott Seward is, was getting like no charges or like no you know whatever, and the police are actually appealing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I mean, you, you know, when the police are appealing, that they feel like that they've got enough. <laughs> you know, if, if, it's the, if it's the move forward, I mean, they, they're pretty sure at that point. <laughs> the police have filed an "Are you fucking kidding me?" motion. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is. You can't be serious. I saw this in the the beat up about the manly thing. Yep. That's um, gone quiet, hasn't it? Well, of course. Stunned. You know, police aren't investigating anymore. <laughs> yeah. NRL are investigating. Manly have successfully shut down the investigation with, um, um, Ma- Manly, can we please look at your laptops? No. <laughs> and the NRL lacks the power to compel uh, them to, to do um, anything. Manly, please. <laughs> now, that's a funny thing. If the, no. po- like, if the, if the police had something, then they could compel them. 
to to yeah. comply to comply with things. Oh, the NRL itself doesn't have the power to, which is weird. Which uh, it makes me if the NRL doesn't have the power to compel people to to, to do things, then why did it, why did Andrew G have to get sacrificed? He, you know what I mean? Like he, I mean, yeah. it, it, it did like quiet and down pretty quickly. They probably was like, oh no, that was that other dude. Yeah, he ain't here. And he, the, he can't, he's not going to talk. He doesn't work for us. Well, what did you talk to you for? The first point that's interesting is the NRL's been touting off on this thing of they have this policy where, yep. you know, they basically guarantee amnesty. Yeah. For whistleblowers or yep. anybody. I'm really curious as to the legal standings of them. Guaranteeing amnesty. Well, it's probably it's it's probably am, amnesty in in terms of the game. NRL sanction. Like you're not going to be you know yeah rubbed so, out for life from being able to be an administrator or you know whatever. So how how does that help in a situation where the person's like, oh that's good, I can still work in rugby league in fifteen years time 15 years after <laughs> I get out of my minimum security jail for fucking white collar crime. And, and I mean yeah, and amnesty from from NRL based stuff. I mean. Is it still going to be able to be used in some form of like evidence for the inevitable criminal proceedings yeah. that are going to follow? So yeah, should I, I take don't... this NRL amnesty? <laughs> yeah. Um, have the police come in and grab me and throw me away or fine me or take my house or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, or do I just say, no, NRL, you cannot look at my laptop. Yeah, please come in and go, diplomatic. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit to us, sir. That's an NRL situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. D. Matea tweeted us and... Uh, he tweeted a, a screenshot of fucking Jared. <laughs> Jared Hayne. He's always talking about Game of Thrones. What am I missing? <laughs> to which someone replied, who, who I don't believe is a listener, he's, he's handled with, I will credit him though, he's a 2013 BWB, Sashaki's fan. He's replied and said, you'll be missing the finals. <laughs> uh, so thanks for sending that to us. That was <coughs> Sick burn on old Joe. Cheese copping it. Cobra Burgers. Uh, listening to the pot at the gym. Almost pulled a muscle when I heard uh, a vat of vag. That's just that's graphic and and and, and ambiguous. <laughs> Maybe it means battered vag. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. Well, well pulled a muscle. I mean, that could be a euphemism. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and just for anybody who, perchance, missed last week's episode, yeah. by battered vag, I wasn't saying. A vag that had beaten been up, beaten, tenderized. It was a progression of battered salve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we've seen those videos too. <laughs> it's like the progression of the, the stiletto stuff. Um, Ot Brownie sent us a screenshot. Oh, hey, that's me, top of the rugby league live four leaderboard. And he's he the screenshot. He was. An Xbox One. I'm not sure if it's like an overall thing, if it's uh, if it's a cumulative rankings or whatever. But yeah, he was he was number one. He's gone hashtag best in the world. Okay, hashtag RL or four. Okay, hashtag dumpstered. <laughs> <laughs> so so whether he just got to the top and then flicked it, I don't I don't know. But uh, you know, con- uh, congratulations, I guess. Um, I guess it's, it's, it, look uh, from memory, I think he played about you know 54 games or something like that. So you know, I'll, I'll give him I'll give him credit for. Uh, um, playing fifty-four games online successfully. I mean, I, I guess, oh. I guess the online code works. I still haven't fucking played it since like that first Friday Don't night. We, like, we spent a lot of time on the review of that. Yep. fucking international cunt circus last week. Yes, the fucking game developer or whatever or whatever they say they are or are not don't respond to fucking tweets. Yes, and it wasn't even like a. You know, it was a horrible tweet. I asked them what their patch actually fixed. Yep. 
Yeah. So, so that, like the, a, a, a company under siege could read that as you being like, "Oh, what's it even fuck?" You know what I mean? Like, what they I, they, I, they could read it that way, but you know, you're in customer service position, so you need to assume that it's a genuine question because if look, it's not, you know, I you left nothing it. to for them to assume. I said, yep. you know, are there notes anywhere on what your patch fixed? Your yep. game's still shit. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, okay. So, however. Um, I haven't even patched it because I haven't even fucking played and tried to play it since the, that. The patch does absolutely fucking nothing. <clears throat> the game's still shit. I played it for like four, like four or five hours on that on the Friday night after we got it a week early, so it, was, it would have been a Friday exactly yep. a week before the release. Um, I, I have I have wanted to play it again and because like I'm I'm just so starving for a fucking rugby league has game. This thing, it's been out in the UK though for fucking months, not months or weeks. Yeah, maybe 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 weeks, but not months. I thought it was like a month earlier than us. Anyway. I don't think so because we would have heard more accurate. Anyway, stuff like reviews if it hadn't been out like significantly ahead. If you're listening, anybody at that fucking game company, <clears throat> which I'd be very fucking surprised at, because that would involve you having the gross motor skills of being able to put an earbud in your fucking ear hole. If they if they were if they were listening if they were listening to this show, that I'm, I'm I'm sure we would have been approached to try and shill it. I'm certain of it. Uh, fuck off! But you know, the thing I'm not, I'm not see, the thing. I've not even been spiteful or anything to the game. Like I just, I, it's just pure disappointment. Yeah. Of someone who was prepared to go in, I was prepared to go in with five out of ten expectations. Yep. Just to get a playable thing of rugby league. Yep. So I could, so I could play, play, uh, you know, bang out some rugby league game, a couple of matches in between playing Battlefront. And unless and Battlefront too. Unless. We stopped this bullshit, oh, well, the game's come out of Australia, um, so it's okay to be shit oh, attitude. That's the biggest small penis syndrome S- fucking... Support it because it's, you know, they, they're an indie company and they don't have much money. Fucking the quality of indie games. Or what about, like, Firewatch? Or oh. whatever it was. Fucking universally acclaimed acclaimed yeah. game. Cost, like, 20 bucks on the PSN. I think they've given it away at some this stage what, as well. what I'm saying. What about Rocket League? They were fucking giving that away, too. Exactly. And Rocket League is... Fucking tight. Yes. Like, it is A++. Yep. Would buy again, even though it was free with PSN back in the day. Would spend money on in-game purchases. Yeah. So. Gee, they got a lot of in-game purchases lately, too. I fucking fired it up for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. They, well, it's stuff you'd like. Like, you know, you have your, your, your little your little car, is it like a Batmobile? And Fuck yeah. Like, like a uh, Batman vs. Superman Batmobile and yeah, shit no, like that. Yeah. Good so, shit. So, you can buy it for like a forty nine or something, you know, but... <laughs> But yeah, so ind- independent. There's plenty of fucking great independent games out there. Let me tell you, and uh, and it used to be like a touchstone of or a hallmark of of independent games where the gameplay would just be fucking supreme, but maybe the graphics weren't as you know yeah. weren't, weren't as cutting edge. And like I would have much preferred if Rugby League Life took that angle. But yep. the thing is, they're talking like they took a cutting edge graphics angle, but it's you know, yeah. But yeah, we spent way too much time in that fucking game uh, talking ba- about. We literally talked about that game longer than I've played it. Basically, you know, I, I turned it on the other night. Yep. And it's like they gave Wayne Bennett's son a crayon and a photo of Greg Inglis. When you first turn it on, that first player is it? Is it Cameron Smith? It's random. I was okay because because like I saw once I saw Thurston, I was like, okay, he's got headgear. That's Thurston. That's a Cowboys jersey. I can. Yeah, there's enough evidence there. That I can sort of figure that one out. Uh, but there's there was one yeah. that I was just like the very first one when I fired it up. And I was, and it was on there for a while because I had the instructions, and I'm trying to like just get a you know read through what the controls are and everything before I dive in. And so it's on there, and I was just like, 
I've no idea who the fuck that is. <laughs> who's that fucking guy? But again, you know, like, it's it's so fucking simple, yep. right? You know, if you even look at the, um, you know, those Batman games they make? Well, like Arkham, Arkham ones, stuff. yeah. The way that that gameplay is focused, 95% of the time, the camera is coming from the back to third person yep. game. Yep. So they don't have to render faces and facial yep. expressions yep. and stuff. They've got to render the fucking back of his head. Yep. And a cape. Yep. So why, why, oh fucking why, did Rugby League Live, because most of the action is going to be on your team and you yeah. should be seeing them third person from yeah. the back. Yeah. Why is all of this facial rendering so fucking important? Because cutscenes and guys running out and everything's not important. I mean, remember like the way Madden used to be, I mean, before the next gen stuff. It used to, you know, the play had finished. And then just go boom to play select screen whatever you're going to do next. Fuck then you right. boom you into the thing. There's no none of this like a guy walking around fucking looking you know yeah. trying to look fucking blase out the screen. There's none of that shit. Anyway, um, cunts. Devin had never heard so much verbal bullshit and excuse making since the real dad days in Nate's Dragons vs Manly review. Fucking you obviously weren't listening, sir. Wait till I mean, this week. It was uh, it was Trent bashing. Not there was no excuse making at all. It was just Trent Barrett bashing. Good old fashioned Trent Barrett bashing. And let me tell you, you're going to get more of that. K, uh, Special K Online sent us a tweet. He said, uh, relating to Cranky Mal, he said, I was once a ball boy for Canberra. After the game at the post-match thing, I asked Mal to sign a footy card. He looked at it, said no, and just turned around. Ultimate rejection to an 11-year-old. Wow. That's cold as ice. That, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've heard my Mal story a million times. We're not going to go back into it again. But yeah, that, that completely fits with with everything uh, that I've experienced and heard. Um, Barjas86, thank God for your Rugby League Live 4 review. I almost got sucked into buying it again, just like uh, 1, 2, and 3. Maybe it's not shit now. That's that's the thinking that, that's the thinking that that's gets you. Hope. That's a hope. That's, that, that, that's the thinking that, that makes you fucking $69 lighter if you buy it from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Normie H93, this week in Manly Fan, this week in Manly Fan gronks about DCE and the Turbos and Panthers Fan gronks about Cleary and Moylan. Moylan. Yes. Accurate. So, uh, (laughs) it does what it says on the label. (laughs) Working as intended. Uh, Special K is uh, Bulldogs fans plan on blowing themselves up rather than watching Des Ball. (laughs) Hashtag crisis. Um, Look. It's in the paper. It must be true. Uh, Cobra Burgers on the, again, on the, on the biscuits. My wife and I just tried the chicken crimpy for the first time. Verdict. One, cheddar. Two, chicken crimpy. Three, barbecue. Four, pizza. So on hashtag shapes war. Fucking stop the boats. It's not, it's not even, it's not even really a shapes war. It's really just us trying to destroy chicken in a biscuit and, and Dixie drumsticks. <laughs> but you know what? Like the fucking fallout from this? Yeah. Some cunt like Pauline Hansen or fucking Bernardi fucker from that state yep. that thinks it's relevant. Yep. Um, they're going to get a hold of this. You're plastering around Australia that there are people who weren't born here who think that cheddar is the best flavoured shape. Yeah. Fuck, we, we will be building walls quicker than Trump can, you know, indecently look at his daughter. Trump can, can fire another chief of staff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, but, I, but to be honest, I mean, if there was like a, a walls to keep cheddar shapes lovers out I mean I'd probably get behind that platform <laughs> uh, Twill Tourist Fat Harry Lazy sent us one to this week's Twill Tourist travel to Land Cruiser Mountain Park representing Twill Nation fuck yeah that just sounds that sounds great that sounds like some four wheel drive shit to you know some some difficult shit to, to have you taken the fucking the uh, the wanker out 
Oh, I need a fucking weekend yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was unsure if he'd, if he'd gone off road or anything. Oh, there's some dirt at Bunnings. <laughs> and I go onto the dirt to avoid the speed bump. <laughs> I'll Mick- put, yeah, put diff lock on too. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Look at you go. You know what diff lock is. That's, I'm so impressed. <laughs> <coughs> um, well, listening to This Week in League on the way to support Daniel Ricciardo on race day wearing green and gold twill shirt and Aussie flag. Who was that? Perm. He's oh, fu- fantastic. He's fucking lo- he, he's loving he's loving the whole being in Europe where you can walk to every other country. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if there was ever an Aussie who was, you know, an Aussie in heart, yep. but, but a European in spirit. Yep. That's a fucking man. What a yep. great guy. Yep. I fucking love Perm. It's like Europe is like, you know, geographically so like if I said I was walking to your place. Mm. Which is not a short, which is not a short walk. Well, it's only like a ten minute drive, probably, but yeah. fifteen minute drive. But, so, but like that's three countries away. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've literally quadrupled my, <laughs> and probably somehow like four weather zones. Like you start off in the desert and then yeah. snow. <laughs> um, Fucking perm. Get to the meet up, you prick. Todd H nineteen eighty seven said, uh, "Since February, he's driven uh, to and from Longreach for twelve weeks and Mackay for three weeks. Next six months is Mergen and Serena." Oh, fucking Mister T. Mister T pities the fool. Can you please try and find somewhere in Serena that says like Serena's best burger <laughs> and take a photo of the sign for me? Yeah, I mean, I'd even forgive the you know the the lack of you know, the the lack of matching on the spelling and everything. Yeah. I mean, like it, it, it's totally worth it. Uh, Hiller underscore Sam is a long time listener, first time tweeter. Listening from Uluru this week. Ah, oh, fucking good on you, son. Wonderful. Now, uh, now, forgive my ignorance again. I've spent as much time in and around Uluru as I have in the UK. Yes. <laughs> it is like Uluru just the landmark itself? Is there a town around it? Oh, there'd be like it would be like a you know, the national park and everything, right? But I mean, I don't know sure. if there's I don't know if there's much of a. I don't know. You wouldn't bait yourself there. Is he on holidays? Sam can let us know. Does he work there? Sam can Sam Sam can let us know. Yeah. For next week. Is he up there with speakers on the top? Is it the world's greatest acoustic instrument? And now all not, of the Northern not, Territory. It's not. The, it's, it's heard not, the opening lines. It's not done. The done thing to climb up on on Uluru anymore. Oh, is that disrespectful? Is it it's for many years? Okay, sorry. Probably about twenty years. It's you know since because I I can remember. I mean, I've never been there myself, but I can remember back in the day. I, I mean, it was like you know, just people were fucking. Up and down that Lale and Brothers were fucking <laughs> climbing all over that motherfucker, right? But <laughs> take the cruiser up there. Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking doing doughies up there, fucking smoking them. But, but but yeah, but no, it's it's no, not the done. I, I I believe people still do, but I mean, though, you know, now historically, you know, as a society, we've evolved to you know, to recognise things that, that that those people are actually cunts now. So see, here's the thing: you, know, <clears throat> you go straight to Lale and Brothers. Yep. I was always an Albie Mangles guy myself. He was no, he was the second one. He was the second one. I had to make the mental choice which well, way I was see, going. See, the Layla brothers are out there with their yeah. fucking little twangy yeah. bush comb fucking instruments. <laughs> Albie Mangles just got hot bitches. Fucking a, a bitch on a boat. Really? He's diving on a boat, just fucking just <laughs> just slaying poonshang. <laughs> like, well, like I would have been like five years old. Yeah. And it's just like one day it's dawned on me. That's not the same woman that is... Like, and she had different hair colour than... Who is this man? <laughs> He's the greatest man alive. <laughs> well, at the time, you're just, like, confused. But then you, then you go, you know, oh... Is he still alive? Oh, uh, look, 
I have no fucking idea. If this show wasn't pretty much completely off the top of the dome, we could, we could have <laughs> we, if, if we had a nose that said, oh, yes, make an Albie Mangles reference, to that, I mean, we could have got some backstory in there, but I don't what about know. A producer? What are those fucking shows that have producers? Oh, like Rogan like, and stuff. You just got Google to sit off to the side. It's just like, yeah. yeah, pull that video up for us. <laughs> um, the segment falling knows this week in Luke Dawn. This week, the, the boys the boys over there are loving like, this week in Ben Pomeroy, but... Um, <clears throat> I hope to see I hope to see them get their membership soon too because uh, the international stuff is gone and uh, my god there was some fucking addresses. random addresses going. <laughs> we had Sing- Singapore obviously Bel- <coughs> Belgium with Perm. We had um, uh, many many in the UK, a couple in the states that I had no idea about. Um, there were some that I expected, like you know, from the the state or whatever, that, you yeah, know, the city. But there were some I was like, I don't, I have no idea who this person is. Um, How's been a mailman in Singapore though? Like the fucking addresses have got forty seven numbers on them. Yeah, but even like the you know, he sent some some to Japan as well. Um, yeah, there's nice. there's yeah, but the, the, I, I find for postcodes, I think the most fucked ones are still like the British ones. Really? What are they? Oh, it's like you know AE seven BG ten or you know something like. like uh, Really? No. I thought yeah. cunts were civilized by the Romans. Yeah. Weren't they good at that shit? Well, this you know, you a short a short hop over. I probably told this story back in the day, but um, a good mate of mine, Ray, uh, that I worked with over here, probably in about like two thousand two thousand and two. He is um Irish, and he's and he was from um uh, a town called uh, Cloggan in, in County Offaly in in Ireland, and um he's as a joke on that. He said seriously, he said fucking. You, you know, people. You can send me. You can send me mail. You can send. Like his nickname was Bubbles. So you can send me a nickname. You can. You can just put Bubbles Cloggin Offaly Island, and it'll fucking get to me. And we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Cut. And he goes, fucking all right. And so at lunchtime, we went down to the post office. We wrote down. We wrote down a note for his brother. And said, when yep. you get this, fucking give us a call. And sent it. Sure enough, fucking got there. Wow. <laughs> now that's addressing. <laughs> I do it. Much, it's, it's much much easier than much easier than fucking uh, than the English system. Yeah, Obviously, it helps if it's like a small little small little town. That was also when I went over for his wedding. We were at his parents' place and um and uh, we we're having dinner at you know, the dinner table. And after dinner, his dad you know, we're having dinner. His dad goes after dinner. We'll just we'll we'll go we'll go next we'll go next door to the pub. And I was thinking it was like a euphemism, like you know we'll go down. Yeah. You know, no, literally next fucking next, and Fuck expl- yeah. explain so much though too. Like, <laughs> I mean that that dude, yeah, yeah. I can I can tell he grew up living next door to a pub. <laughs> anyway, long story short, thank you, members. Follow at Super League Pod on Twitter. Listen to their fucking show and listen to their segment. Take it away. Now then, lads and lasses, Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod, ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL and Challenge Cup, this week in Pomeroy. And we start our Challenge Cup semi-final special in Doncaster, where cup holders Hull FC booked their place at Wembley Stadium with a 43-24 win over the Leeds Rhinos. With the game finally poised, the teams went to the sheds with Hull leading 18-12 at half-time. 
Hall's Marks Nade slotted home a drop goal on 55 minutes to take the score to 25-12 in favour of the Black and Whites before Callum Watkins collected a neat kick from Danny Maguire to give the men from Headingley some hope. But it's the hope that kills you, as they say, and three tries in the space of 10 minutes smashed Leeds' hopes to smithereens and sent Hull marching on to the final, thanks in no small part to the contributions of Albert Kelly and a brace of tries from Carlos Tumavave. So to Sunday afternoon, with Hull set to meet the winners in August's final, Wingen and Salford faced off in Warrington in the second semi-final of the weekend, and this one certainly didn't disappoint. Your world champion Wigan Warriors got off to the best possible start by racing off to a 12-0 lead, thanks to tries from future Italian international Oliver Gildart, and even more impressively, Willie Iser, who in a break from tradition, managed to get the ball from his hands to the ground without knocking on. But Salford were able to hit back through Greg Johnson and returning St George Illawarra forward Tyrone McCarthy before Mick Dobson kicked a penalty to see the Red Devils lead 14-12 at half time. In the second stanza, England half George Williams uh, kicked a penalty to tie things up before hooker Michael McAlorum's try and Sam Tompkins' drop goal gave Wigan a couple of scores breathing room. Wigan's victory was complete as Oliver Gildart crossed late to confirm a place at Wembley for the Cherry and Whites with the final score 27-14 to Wigan. So all that means Wigan will face Hull on the 26th of August down in London at Wembley Stadium with the Holders looking to retain their trophy for another year and the Warriors looking to add a 20th Challenge Cup to their trophy cabinet. Okay, now Facebook this week, we don't don't always have a gold on Facebook, but fuck me dead if we did not get the greatest fucking Facebookage of all time this week. Really? You have not seen it? No. Holy I, I don't really Facebook. Yeah, you 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 need to Facebook for this shit, motherfucker, uh, because this is uh, this relates to this. This is fucking gold. Uh, listener to show uh, Lauren from the states. He uh, wrote us this message. He said, "I want to do a little twill tourist, even though I don't do Twitter. I live here in the states and did a bit of traveling this summer. I guess I can claim Walt Disney World since I went there in June, and I just came back from three weeks in Australia, including my first NRL game. Fantastic. Nothing interesting uh, to you natives for me uh, to claim, apart from climbing Mount Kosciuszko in the wintertime. Minus 10 degrees and 60-kilometer winds are no joke, no matter where you are. Struth. But when I came home, I had one other place to claim. The mythical Kokomo from episode 253. (laughs) See? This Kokomo is in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi, and it's so small the post office doesn't even have the place's name on it. I found the closest thing to the place that had its name, so here's the cemetery and a sign. Sadly, there was no John Stamos, so I can't claim a prize from Jay. Love the show, guys. And here's a picture in front of a sign, and there's another one that I don't have here printed out, but there's a, yeah, a, a picture in front of the uh, Kokomo's oh, cemetery. That's fantastic. So, I mean, he fucking wins something. I'll figure something out, yeah. Yeah, he, he wins something, like, straight up, because that's amazing. That's great. Um, <laughs> okay, now, memberships. Uh, now that I've sent out the international ones, and there were some people that sort of uh, emailed, you know, are there any left, you know, can we, can we hook one up? And, and hooked uh, most of those guys up now. So, what I'm left with is a definitive list of exactly what, uh, what we have left. And there's actually a couple. There's probably about, like you know six or eight or something left um and i've got the sizes nailed down now what's left so what i'm going to do is uh get a limited release going back on the website it'll be on the show notes for this episode it'll go up let's say i'll I'll put them up um by 9 p.m friday let's just say fucking 9 p.m friday for argument's sake and uh that way if you if you've got the urge you've missed out on the membership and you want this last chance, then uh, then go for it. Because, yeah, and, and get in fast because they, they they will go. And honestly, I didn't expect that we'd have um, that many on the count. So that many on the count left. So I thought we were pretty much done. But, yeah, we've got like, you know, six or eight left. So, 
get in there as uh, as fast as possible. And now uh, there's there's both there's there's not a, a full spread of sizes across both, um, but there is both colours available, um, mostly in like the sort of L to you know XL to XL sort of range. I think I don't think there's anything smaller on either of them. But yeah, get in there. Um, <laughs> the pack started it started hitting people uh, through the week as well. So there's some great feedback. Uh, Aaron Ma, uh, he said, uh, "Well, this week in league hoodie arrived today. My wife said that I look handsome in it." Hashtag thanks for the action. You're welcome, sir. Bud Smoko, Mrs. says my hoodie is too big and big logo. She hates it. Thank you for my new favourite clothing item. <laughs> Chapo, the cursed Chapo. Legit, the twill hoodie is warm as fuck. Great product. Would buy again. Thank you. Um, e underscore rascals said, after a week at the snow, I get my hoodie just in time to go back to Africa, the hottest shithole on the planet. <laughs> Unlucky. Um, Super Grover 4 said, loving the new chamois for the car. So, great feedback. And uh, now, now we had our idea about doing the, the grand final function last week, uh, and and making it like a longer term, a longer term thing. Like so, instead of you know, traditionally we sort of start at one place at ten, and we move to El Loco at midday, and then that's kind of like stay as long as you can. If you're going into the ground, if you want to watch all three grades, and you know you might leave at two o'clock or something, or you might yeah. leave at three, or you know, usually our, our intention is to kind of leave at three, three thirty, and we leave at like five and. <laughs> blacked out <laughs> but um because just it's just so it's just so hard to say goodbye but uh, yeah we've had some decent feedback uh a listener's approached us who's involved in the uh in the whole clubs and and bars industry and uh so he's going to put some feelers out and see what he can see what he can find for us so uh, that would be great but uh, if anyone else has any ideas or any feedback on what they want to do if, whether it's like you know keep it el, el loco or whatever you know by all means let us know we're happy to to work in with you guys Put it this way, it's going to be on no matter where we are. Oh yeah, fuck but yeah. Uh, you know, if people want to do the, you know, just make make the moment last, and you know, and watch watch the grand final as a in a group situation, and uh, you know, on a big screen somewhere, then let us know. Hit us with your ideas. Feel free to DM us. You know, if you've got contacts or whatever, you know, let us know, and uh, we'll uh, take it from there. Okay, so news this week. There was a couple of a uh, couple of stories, but I know that you wanted to talk about the uh, the young fella, doggies, young uh, eight year old under eight year old gigantor. Let's not throw the term young around willy nilly. Well, and apply it to only actual young people. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say because because he is twice the size of Matt Moylan. Yeah, at age of under eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a an article in the paper, um, and then on you know TVs and yep. and whatnot about a child in the Canterbury Bankstown district mm-hmm. junior footy competition, uh, who was much 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 larger and taller and heavier yep. than the kids he was playing against. So this has apparently sparked the debate again. Yep. I. The issue is, has focused on the kid. Now, let me get off the, the top first. I think it was pretty fucking poor form to go... They didn't do it directly, but to even put this kid in the fucking newspaper. Yeah, like, and this this happened... I don't know if you remember, but this happened probably it happened 10 every, years every, ago. Yeah. It happened about 10 years ago um, up... Uh, and I think it was around Redcliffe, and I think he was like a, a nephew uh, or something to Israel Folau or Carmichael Hunt or yeah. something. 
And um, same thing happened. This kid was bigger. He was like 11, but he was fucking gigantic, like, you know, full-grown yeah. ass man size. And um, and it was the same thing. He's just skittling people and everything. And, you know, I'm not sure what became of him, but um, probably fucking hounded out of the game like this kid's going to be. He changed his name to Fafita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. So. This kid had work, work ethic. I could see him fucking... That's you, what I'm you, saying. Yeah. Turned him into a complete cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, a fucking poor form news outlets to to put a kid in your fucking broadcasts under eight fucking under kids eights. under and like making him the focal point of fucking what would no doubt be you know the positive reaction from one side, but also a lot of negative because there would be tons of people who'd be yep. like you know I don't want my little kid getting you know trying to stand in front of that fucking so, runaway train. No, you know, I'll also touch on the point that. If this kid is different, it's fucking tough for kids being different in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- this is surely not going to help any sort of yep. confidence issues or yep. or self confidence things that he has. Um, fuck, you know, people may even be bullying him. Not all yep. bullying is physical. Yep. You know, uh, just from the rugby league point of view, in my recent involvement with junior footy, now bear in mind this is only in one team. Yep. In one district. This is a microcosm, but... That's it, but it's gone from, you know, say, under sixes now up to yep. two under 11s. There have been, I, I counted them up from memory, um, six broken bones mm-hmm. that I've seen. Yep. And they weren't all on our side. Um, all of them involved a large, uh, a much larger child mm-hmm. falling on yeah. to a smaller child. Yeah. So there was no foul play. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't... In it's just the laws of physics and fucking... Fucking exactly. Anatomy, yeah. Right? So my stance on this, and this is going to be divisive, is that kid, that big giant kid, yep. should not be allowed to play against those other kids. Yep. Because the times that I've seen it where there's been a massive kid out there, it takes two things. And I've seen this happen... Once for each of them. Yep. It either takes the coach of the team, and this was an opposing team, and this guy, fucking take my hat off to him. Yep. Um, fuck, I think he might have even been at Redcliffe. Uh, he limited that kid's involvement in the game. Yep. So that, you know, the coach limited his own player's involvement yep. in as to make it a, a fair and engaging contest. The other time I've seen it is when there was a referee... Now, this was an adult referee in a junior game who called held very early in the piece and basically did not allow that kid to get taken to ground. Yep, yep. And didn't allow the kid to walk 45 metres. Basically, once there were two kids on him, he he blew the whistle and called held. Yep. The thing is, in junior footy, you don't always get adult refs who are smart enough to do that. Yep. Just as the kids are learning to play, you know, you get the 12, 13, 15, 16-year-old kids learning to referee the game oh yeah and i mean i could see in a junior sport you know the, yeah the children referee uh are, yeah. are fucking terrible yes there's a reason the fafitas want to bash them <laughs> oh christ almighty you think refs fall is bad oh, yeah but you know, can't again, spake just, just as the kids are learning the game yeah the, these kids are learning, learning how, how to re- le- yeah le- learning how learning how to perinara yeah <laughs> Just, just remember who Jakey's dad is. Or well, Tommy's dad, I should say. Like a bug-eyed freak. Um, so, the, the unfortunate thing is, uh, 
that kid, while he, while he should have a right to physical activity yep. and to play sport, he doesn't have a right to play tackle rugby league. Yep. Right? It's just so fucking. I don't. I don't have a firm opinion on this because, like, I, I, I like, because I totally understand your point and agree with it. Mm-hmm. But I also, I'm also like, well, you know, he can't. You can't put him into like under under sixteens or whatever he's See, physically because emotionally, is like, you know, this is my thing. He's Everybody, a little kid. Everyone's always coming back too. Yeah. You can't put him up a grade because that'll fucking mentally destroy him. Yeah. And so he should just be. You don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like it's, it's, it's hard this, to find an answer. I thought, you know, no, but stop all this talk about putting him up a grade or down a grade. Unfortunately, he may not be able to play contact rugby league. He yeah. can go and do athletics. He can yeah. go and swim. He can play cricket or soccer or hockey yeah. or one of the myriad. Oh, believe me, he'd get run out of soccer too. Of other we got a kid. The, the the best player in Killers team is um is the coach's son. He's the youngest kid in the team. But he's uh, he's head and shoulders taller than anyone else on the team, and he really sticks out when he's on the field. Cool. And so you you, always, you you don't you don't hear anything like officially, but you can hear like other parents and like you know yeah. of, of the other team going, well, that kid shouldn't be an under eight, and you know. And I think, yeah. Now. Yeah. So believe me, like well, and, okay, he, and, great. Don't and play he's like, soccer, yeah, play basketball. I think he'll 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 come across it. You know, in basketball, they'll be like, it's not because he's barreling people. Although he probably would barrel people in basketball too, but it'd be just like stand up the, and ring and pass it. Just be like, he'd just be like, just stand and just, just pass it to him. It's alley for doing the whole what time. Was that Kevin Bacon movie where he went to Africa? Oh, I can't remember, man. That's a fucking. And you got the Zulu guy. <laughs> it would like, it'd be like Kevin Bacon versus the Zulu guy. <laughs> you know, oh, I um, love that. I love that movie, Kevin Bacon versus Zulu guy. But the thing is, though, especially. When yep. you, you look at junior rugby league numbers, yeah, I don't, I don't think that he's he that that, that his desire to play to, to play rugby league no. should should be given a, a priority over like actual health of physi- physi- thing, of physical destruction if, of of if uh, he other wants to kids. play a sport with a rugby league ball in his hand, yep. and with a line going out behind him where he passes backwards to teammates, play Oz tag, play mm-hmm. touch, play all these things. There there are options there. Yep. The issue that should be taken off the table is any kid's right to play contact rugby league if it is, you know, outside of. Yeah. The I other fi- thing yeah. I want to add, though, yeah. is all the fucking furor about this shit going on in Canterbury-Bankstown, mm-hmm. it's been happening out in Penrith for years. Yeah. They've been doing age and weight. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I haven't read any negative press about it. No. I haven't read any mothers... I haven't, I haven't even heard they were even doing it. Yeah, like, they've been trolling it yeah. out there for a couple of years now. Yeah. You know, I've I've had no stories of my son was emotionally scarred because he's had to play up a grade or two. Yep. You know, um, how is it that over one side of the city they're trialing this thing? It's because it's one. I bet I bet you it, it's completely down to concentration of Polynesian population and things like that. That's no, what. Yeah, it definitely may be. Yeah. But it's being trialed out there. Yeah. What the fuck? Is it even a discussion of should they do it out here? Especially like where someone, especially like a, a, a you know, no. whatever the, the catchment for for the doggies mm-hmm. area is. I mean, it's not a world away. No, it's dark. Yeah, you know, forty minutes in traffic. That's it's not. That's, I mean, it's, it's not Working fucking. Parents. It's not Bondi. But yeah, no, exactly. You know what I mean, I was, I was saying like demographically, yeah. you know, it's not a world away. So, regardless of all the shit, it is yet another way that, and this fucks me off about these Rugby League Player Association cockheads with their fucking green armbands and this and we want a fucking profit share and we've got fucking little shit-looking cunt hats that we all wear together to show that we're united. Designed by unit. 
fuck. <laughs> the fucking junior game yeah. is bleeding money. It's bleeding players. You've got NRL players out there officiating on the sidelines, volunteering their time, getting fucking getting choked fucking out by that, yeah. yeah. Like, are you fucking serious? You're yeah. out there asking for more money because you are the game, and without you, the game doesn't fucking fuck you. Without them, yeah. the game dies. Without no. them, you fucking rugby union, mate. Exactly. Generation. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and there's no cooperation between junior districts, even. Yeah. Like districts in the same fucking city. You know, this has all been brought up because there is a kid who is larger than the other kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot go to that kid and question his age. He's got all the documentation yep. to show it. You know, you give him options. Okay, well, I'm sorry, he can't play in this one. He can play up here. Yep. We have Oztag mm-hmm. that he can you know, happily play in and we'll support yep. that. Um, or, you know, within our scope, we have relationships with this athletics club and this swimming club and this yep. polo club and yep. fucking whatever. Yep. But the, it comes down to the fact that the junior game, grassroots is so fucked all the focus, everyone knows the country's fucked. Yeah. But I don't think enough people realise how fucked the cities are yep. for junior football. So, fly the flag, you fucking giant beacon of hope. <laughs> That's my rant for this week. That's good to know, but I, and, and I agree. And I just think, and like, I think, I think it's terrible for this, uh, for this young fella. But, I also think it's terrible for ten children to get trampled and get yeah. a broken this and a fucking what yeah. you know because that because those are the those 10 kids will they, they'll get turned off they'll get turned off the, you know if you know there there are a couple of different types of kids and there are kids that will fucking yeah. cop a beating and get back up and fucking beg for more but there are the ones that were like fuck that I'm not doing that ever but, and again and that's the thing like you know and again a good coach this this is why though you know a good coach for your kids if there is a kid who is larger than yep then a coach will say that kid is a challenge mm-hmm. and you have to work as a team to bring him down and it's yep. about proper technique and it's yep. about this and this is what we work for at training. Yep. That's fine. That kid, it was physically impossible for them. Like their arms yeah. could not get around his yeah. legs to it's, even take yeah. his ankles. Yeah. And he can have one on each leg like, and, you know, one on each arm and then a couple around exactly. the body. So, and he can, he can march them all the way down the trial line. The shitty thing is, and I'll finish on this, unfortunately, as, as much as we want everyone to be happy all the time, life is not fucking fair. And, you know, it sucks for that kid, but perhaps he is not able to play tackle rugby league. Yeah. It's a far better deal he's got than the fucking kids in wheelchairs with cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. who can't go and go swimming or, you know, um, that. Yep. I was just waiting for the... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I just assume everyone's me because <laughs> I would have. Um, you know, <sighs> but yeah. So, fucking shitty look for the junior sport. Fuck you, rugby league players association. And and, just, and mostly, mostly just just fuck the media for dragging fuck dragging out a situation where this kid. little kid's gonna feel like a freak show, and you know. That's 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 the worst part of it for me. Um, so. Does feel for the little dude, um, little little big dude, but um, yeah. No, Fucking I agree. Put some green cunt armbands on for junior football, you dickheads. <laughs> Boom. Um, I can't remember what other news things are this week. 
<laughs> I'm totally fucking. I'm totally drawing a blank. I mean, there was some other show I want to talk about. I know that Desi's on his last legs, but we know that anyway. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. I'm certain that whatever the payout amount is, I think he'll be gone. Um, I read an article from uh, somewhere through the week. I can't remember what it was, but I believe you know the the, the assumption. It didn't seem, it didn't seem like it was a, well, a a quoted article or anything, but the assumption is that he's got like you know the last games this season to sort of save his job but i don't know what that means does that mean they have to go through and sweep the remaining games that's not going to happen do they can, have to can we just say i, I would say des the des situation is the most incorrectly speculated rugby league situation did you see the other day of all time well the other would have been the barrett thing yeah this time <laughs> last week there's going to be a straight swap <coughs> i mean part of me is like where there's smoke there's fire but the other part of me is like like just trying to figure out the logistics of something like that. Like, nah. <laughs> fuck, does that um, even work? I take it though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, the, the thing is, Des is a lot of things. Um, I don't think he's stupid, no. and it proved when the Canterbury Old Boys on the board went up against him last time mm-hmm. and came out second best. Yep. There is something that Des Hasler is saying or doing. Yeah. That's get, get, getting a lot of support from the right there. places. And that has been, you know, last year when they had their dogs are uh, good week, shit week, good week, yeah. shit week, good week, shit week, to their, their slide, mm-hmm. to this year just being fucking Just pretty much garbage the horrible. whole time with an occasional blip, yeah. All of this Des stuff has been happening through that time. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed in the last couple of weeks. No. On the field, no. That that would change what they're saying to him there. Yeah. Now, if all this time he's saying, "Well, you know what? I've had fucking Michael Liker at hooker all yep. year. Fucking can't fire me for that." Yeah. You know, I've got your Kieran Foran. I've got your Aaron Woods. Now there's the fucking salary cap drama. That's the th- that was that's remind me. That's what the other thing that I want to talk about you know? was. Yeah. And now this salary cap situation is is such that they're like, well, maybe maybe Woods. Yeah. West Tigers are like, oh, maybe maybe he can stay. Um, yeah, what but do, I, I don't do see want... how any of that yeah. changes the minds of those powerful people within Canterbury to punt Des. Because they haven't, yeah, yeah. Of course they haven't changed. How do they go, well, okay, Des, well, you know, go out and get these players you want. Okay, I want Kieran Foran, I want Aaron Woods, I want this, 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 this. Okay, well, you've got them now. We're going to fuck you off before you get a chance to use them. Yeah. How yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. So, anyway. But yeah, the salary cap thing is interesting. It is interesting. It's just funny when you look at. It's funny when you look at their list. Well, potentially like, fucks Penrith. And you're like, how the fuck is that list? <laughs> like, how are they? How are they? Put? Well, but you know, it's maybe that maybe that they're, they're staunch adherents of fair salary cap, and they're just not cheating it, <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> look, again, I'll say to you: in in life, in business, in sport, people respond to incentives, mm-hmm. and if you look across that business. There's a couple of, you know, things that you you can say. People value different things mm-hmm. differently. Yep. You know, for example, if someone came to me and said, we're going to pay you 80% of what you're worth. However, your garage will be fucking top to bottom with fucking Sony Explode subwoofers <laughs> direct from J-Car. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I wouldn't take that deal. Every member of your family will have a jet ski. <laughs> jet skis I might and, get in and for. A, and a Suzuki. <laughs> I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, trying yeah, to no say, I'm trying to say that J-Car's bribing everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, 
Yeah, I mean, but is that, you know, I haven't seen, you know, they need to get, what they need to do is they need to get girds back and start fucking going around to these cunts' houses so we, so we, get, so we get a look what's inside. Yeah. That's what they need, to, that's what needs to start happening. Can you imagine now, it's just like, <laughs> we, go to the Cam, we go look at Cam Smith's house, it's just like, <coughs> fucking Harvey Norman showroom. <laughs> like, it's got staff walking around. <laughs> Well, they just turn up and camp and like, yep, yeah, this, this is my house. Oh, great. Can we go inside? Oh, I lost my key. Yeah. <laughs> you sure this is your house? <laughs> yeah, it's my house. Mm. Yeah. They'd have to start doing it like uh, like cribs where they just pretty much rent a house and there's, just there's, pretend it's a house. There's a guy in the window. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But no, this, this salary cap thing is very interesting from the point of view that, you know, early on, it was implied to the NRL teams that the salary cap would be a certain amount. Yep. And then they're trying to like you know back off on that a little bit. And now it looks like it's going to be less than that. Yeah. And the the only clubs that are in trouble are the ones that went out and got their rosters fucking done, or locked in and junior. upgraded, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're not going to fuck with this bullshit that everybody's doing now. And yeah. oh fuck, this player's off, and can we get him? Or we're going to hold out just in case Cooper Cronk wants to go another year, or yeah, yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to be fucked. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, in the, in the first place, you you would want this thing to be in writing and guaranteed and set in stone, and not you know, and and you wouldn't want to be spending money on a potential speculated figure. I mean, I know everyone's playing <laughs> on the same playing field, and no one wants to be the guy that's yeah. you know left without a dance partner and and all that sort of thing. So they're they're just like fuck it, we you know we're going in, hmm. but. Just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean it's like a you know a smart there, way to do business. Yeah, but there is still something to be said for operating in good faith. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I would love to see the communication from the NRL to actually see exactly what, what was said. stated. Yeah. yeah, because that's pretty important, I think. Um, because we all we get is just you know what the media push out, yeah. and yeah, the media they've said a lot of fucking things <laughs> over the years. And you would hope, and and I'll be filthy at Penrith, especially if they haven't done this. Mm. Is if there are... Cl- like an if clause. Yeah. If not... The, so, you know, disagreement is based upon... A salary cap salary of such cap a level. X and X. If this doesn't eventuate, then this... This be downgraded by percentage of whatever to, to ensure know, the club's compliant with or, blah, blah, blah. Or fuck, does it mean Gus gets in front of the whole playing group and say, we've signed you all. Mm-hmm. We thought it was this. We only need 5% across the board. That's it, you know? And you know, to make it fair and equitable, yep. we're going to pull... Two percent from everybody. Yep. And all your sisters get bar jobs in Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to convert that two percent of your of your salary that you'd signed for. We're going to convert that into free rolls on Queen of the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> so so theoretically, you may well end up getting far more than that two percent. <laughs> well, you know. It's been no. If we put all your sisters behind the bar at Panthers, yeah. Pretty soon there'll be a million fucking nephews running around, <laughs> and look how well that's worked out for Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, it's called the five nephew plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Make sure you follow at Sportsmate, follow at our League Live, their game day account, and uh, yeah, get around the app. I mean, I'm quite certain that all of you already have the app, but... Uh, now it's into that telefriend time, so if I can get out there and uh, spread the good word. Now, first game on Thursday night. Let's, given that we're recording this on Thursday morning, we probably should try and keep these short so we can blast through it and get the episode out. But um, Good thing you're starting with game of the round. Yeah, well, under no metric actually was this game of the round. Panthers Panthers 16 defeated the Doggies 8. Uh, that, game of the round. At, uh, at, at the Neverland Ranch, a uh, crowd of just under 9,000. Uh, it's Neverland. It's not the Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> this is X-Factor all over again. <laughs> uh, Panthers tries to, to Wallace, DWZ, uh, Tyrone Peachy, uh, Cleary, one of three conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, <coughs> Doggies try to Reynolds, conversion to Holland and a penalty goal to Holland. Yeah. The yeah. doggies dragged Penrith down to their level, but could not beat them at it. Could not beat them with experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much of a fuckhead are you when you can't even... Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I've tried to be a Josh Reynolds fan. I can't get around his tripping stance and obvious <laughs> grubbery pro, stance. He's pro-tripping policies. Yeah. Um, however, it was fucking apparent how much he he is that dog's attack. He's the, he's the heart and soul of that dog's team, which makes it so mystifying to me that he was so easily shown the door. I mean, I know that the long play was for Foran, but even comparing out comparing the two of them, like Foran, like on his best day, Foran is he's a better player. There's no question about that. Yep. But how many best days is Foran ever gonna is gonna have? How many best days has he had this year? Yeah. Zero, in my opinion. Yeah. How many best days did they have last year? Obviously zero. And, and I'll tell you what, as much as Reynolds is a cunt on the field and does yeah. some fucking brain-snappy things, yeah. I've seen him come out and admit to the media that he does those stupid things and he needs to fix himself. Yeah. Now, that's a fucking tough thing to do. Yeah. I've heard some... That's not, a level of fucking self-awareness uh, that very few NRL players have. Yeah. I've heard, not through general media, but through Dogs fans. Yeah about some acts of kindness yep. and just some humility. Yeah. Like, you know, after a a game absolutely fucking but like fucking busted, mm-hmm. you know, ice everywhere, stood stood out in the cold yep. with fans for, you know, forty five minutes. Yep. Probably fucking did himself further injury. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> um but he he was the only spark of hope. Now for him wouldn't do it for his kids alone like, like random fans. <laughs> um Fucking Penrith did their best to lose it, and and this sort of shit they have to get out of their game, and you know if they're going to make it into the finals, let alone yep. go anywhere in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and and it's the sort of thing that successful teams do very very well. They, you know, to to quote a fucking banger, they know when to hold them and when to fold them. <laughs> you know, they know that you look at teams when they're in their own twenty. You look at the fucking the top teams. You look at the concentration they put into playing the ball correctly. Yep. You know that when they're in their twenty, getting out of it is secondary. Yeah. As to completing properly and yep. doing the little things right. You know that's what successful teams do. And DWZ had an off night, but it was all to do with that just lack of concentration yep. in his own red zone. Mm-hmm. 
and it was only thanks to the fact that the Bulldogs this year are a very poor attacking team yeah. that we didn't fuck ourselves because almost any other team in the competition you We're start advantage, yeah. you start knocking the ball on 13, 14 metres out yeah. you're fucked yep. you, are, you just can't do that yep. in one game in a absolute fucking polar opposite Edwards at the back with his fucking hands yeah if, if, if I had to ask somebody to hold my baby <laughs> you know and it was between Dylan Edwards Michael Jackson and Eric Clapton well I mean that, that, that's not fair <laughs> I'm, no I'm not talking about the child rape you remember when Michael Jackson held his baby out the window yeah I know what you're talking there's, about there's some pretty solid baby hands yeah you know? but I mean why are you bringing slow hands into it I mean <laughs> he wasn't old no kid maybe he should have been <laughs> <laughs> someone invented a time machine and oh. sent Dylan Edwards back to Eric Clapton's apartment <laughs> um you found it too stuffy, you had to open the window. <laughs> oh no, it was Dylan that opened the window. We've created a time paradox. <laughs> um, <sighs> fucking good hands at the back. That kid yeah. is just playing with confidence beyond his years. Uh, however, he's measured in his approach. You know, he's not trying to, to break the game open every single play and, and hook four-man cut-out passes to, to wingers. It's because he knows in the back of his mind he's like three Nathan Cleary masterclasses without Moylan in the halves away from Moylan going back to fullback. <laughs> True. Um, you know, again, a couple other polar opposites like Peter Wallace. You know, I haven't been as impressed with the speed of his service. Um, and the speed of his play since he came back from injury. Yep. But fuck me, can that cunt tackle? And I know that, you know, being a hooker, that's, that's a it's main kind of part of the job. Yeah, job description, yeah. But let's remember, Wallace is a half. And in an age now where it's almost expected that your halves are going to be turnstiles, like in the age of fucking Brooks and Moses and, you know, Milford, yep. just being absolute fucking... Hope solos. Yep. Um, Open for business. I'd say Ben Hunt is yeah, close probably. to. I'd have to look at the stats on that, but I, I, my impression is that he's not that quite like Maloney's in that group. Ben Hunt probably not as much so. Yeah, I'll, Maloney I think is a a hit and sticker, and he'll slow him down enough for people to catch in. But you you watch Ben Hunt in defence. Yeah. His technique's very good. Yeah. And fucking Wallace. Chopped some fucking legs. Yeah. Polar opposite. Go back and everyone, I I advise you to go back and watch a replay of this game because it was fucking fantastic. Uh, go and watch fucking Wonga. Yeah. Cover Brett Morris all night. Yeah. The only reason Morris didn't score fucking a thousand tries is because of the height and weight advantage he had. Yeah. He went up high on him all fucking. I yeah. I don't think they can't seen an ankle in his entire life. <laughs> He's like a fucking 17th century bather. Um, so, you know, the, there's still a lot of work to do at the foot of the mountains. Um, Cleary, again, was fantastic. But, um, you know, the, the dog's fucking disappointing. South Sydney showed the way to beat Penrith. 
Yeah, Just exactly. Just go in there and bash them. Yep. And the dogs are a team, like, their attack isn't fantastic, but, I mean, you would think that one thing that they are uniquely qualified to mm. do is a bash job on a side. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but they've even, I mean, and when that's when they've lost that, like, what's left? I mean, the attack's, the attack's been gone for a year. What's what's left? And, look, I'll tell you, if you're looking at that next year, you know, that fucking, you killed my father cunt in Diego Montoya. Yep. He's pretty good. Yep. Um, the, the Moz boys are coming to the end. Hopper on his days, effective. Um, yeah, and bite hooker. Yep. We were touting that earlier in the year. I don't yep. think that's such a bad option. No, I don't think it's bad you know? idea. Um, but yeah, fucking rough year, doggies fans. GT351 underscore Johns. I expect to lose now, so I don't get upset when this happens. I'm just sad that this mighty club has become this laughing stock. Mm. The Curse Chapo. Fuck Matt Fraudley. Fuck Des Hasler. Fuck Ray Dib, and especially fuck Michael Leisha. Hashtag Hasler out. Hashtag drag the Belmore swamp. Aussie 86. Bulldogs look like they've completely given up on Des. Looks like even the players are looking for a new coach. Uh, Josh underscore Gunton one. Would rather neck bungee than watch the Bulldogs play again. Fuck we dead. <laughs> What's a fifth tackle option? And uh, Shanta said, uh, if I told you the two packs of bludgers got into a scrap just off Mulgoa Road, you'd think it was a punch on outside Panthers, yeah. I wouldn't because Mulgoa Road means nothing to me, but I mean, I'm sure you oh, yeah. <laughs> you would definitely. Can I tell you, there's a, a last quick thing. I just want to give a shout out to um, Stepmum. Yep. My wife and my eldest were down in Sydney. Oh, yes. For this game. And... Uh, through fucking a couple of DMs while we're yep. both working trying to get shit done yeah um Nat made sure because this was this was Dex's first trip to Penny Park yep um didn't know it was named Neverland Ranch <laughs> <laughs> would have been more reticent as a young person <laughs> perhaps <laughs> more reluctant to enter the gates they, they were down there for a, a fairly shitty reason yeah there was a, a funeral on um and she she just absolutely made his night like yep. Nat, Nat said to me just get get him on a fence somewhere and I'll, I'll find him yep and I said great are we the 10 year old wearing the this week in league hoodie yeah <laughs> um, and fucking tri- and, you know I didn't expect much yep. I thought okay cool she'll have a look she can't see him great yep she made sure that she got to him yep photos she got the rest of the girls back to him yep so did fucking she's accelerated puberty in him by fucking three years <laughs> <laughs> he's had more strange and confusing thoughts in that fucking three minute photo <laughs> session that he had in his entire life um, <laughs> and then sorted out for his two favourite players Nathan Cleary and Corey Harawiranara yep to come back um, and look at him and get photos and they signed jerseys and nice. like this fucking kid has just now happened. he now he's embedded panther entrenched pantherdom for life oh, like never an issue there but um just no but shit like that makes it so much go, deeper. going out of their way yeah um you know to to do something like that yep for a for a kid um you know there was also a photo of my wife with Nathan <laughs> that's going to your spank bank I'll tell you I've never had so much fucking conflict over whose eyes to look in when I finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, Nat, thank you from the fucking bottom of my heart. And uh and Declan is now absolutely enamoured yeah. with the Panthers and the job that you all do down there. Fantastic. Very good. See that's a good news rugby league story. Fucking nice. Now uh 
The Sharks 26 defeat the Warriors 12 at Mount Smart on a Friday night pub game slot, just under 10,000 in attendance. Uh, the Sharkies tries to Capewell, Brown, Fecky, Bakuya, uh, Val Holmes, four or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Warriors had tries to Cutter and Thompson and uh, Isaac Luke, two of two conversions. The, the Sharks, I think, uh, you know, when Stella got their groove back, they're not, they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But they're almost in that zone where no matter what stage the game's at, they don't feel like they're out of it. I thought you were saying they were an empowering movie for black women. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if if West's the sisterhood of travelling pants. (laughs) Um, And and it's, it's a lot of those, you know individual players doing what they do best effectively yep. that got them on. Um, like that little Wade Graham poke his head through, flick out, was made easier by the fact that the Warriors had just fucking condensed that much. There was yeah. a 97-man overlap <laughs> on, the, on the left. Um, but the Sharks were just, you know, they, they went in there and said, okay, we, we just need to complete here. We need to be physical with them. And they were good enough to capitalise on the mistakes. Yeah. You know, when when you're the Warriors, you, you unfortunately put your fate in the hands of the other team a lot of the time. You're going to drop X amount of balls and you're going to th- throw X amount of forward passes and, you know, whatever, and a certain number of balls are going to go to ground. And unfortunately, it seems a lot of the time it just relies on, you know, is that other team going to scoop it up and score? Yeah. Or are they going to scoop it up and and knock on themselves and, and that? And the Sharks were, were good enough to capitalise. Um, you know, the... I think their back line's a little bit crisper at the moment. You've got to remember, it's a new back line, and it's, it's yep. Sands Barber. Yep. And I, I think a lot of people... Oh, well, have, they've had a year, you know, they've... Yeah. They, they have. What what they've lost in Barber is they've lost the the the, the opportunities from him uh, just just, tra- just trailing through. Yes. And uh, you know, they've, they've lost that. And I don't think they and I don't think they'll ever get that back to that, you know, to no, extent, because that's, that's his thing. That, that was but, his thing. But, you know, again, they've lost Barber, but yeah. then they had some injuries out there. They've lost yep. Val to Origin... For a couple of weeks of the year, yep. Um, you know, people are very quick to say, "Oh, well, this fullback's gone and that." And when Darius Boyd went for Brisbane, he was this. I'm not saying Barber's Boyd, but their backline now, I think, is starting to look the best it has all year. Yeah. Um, Warriors, fuck me. Look, we this where rugby league you, potential goes you, to die. You just don't have to. You, you, there's even there's no need to talk about the Warriors where when when Johnson goes out for a season. You know, you know they are dead, Can I tell, and I, you can't expect anything from them. I was yesterday. I went and got my car serviced. Okay. Fucking massive shout out to the legends down at um, Von Bibra. I don't know if you had any association with the Hess brothers. No. But um, no, Von Bibra, bang. Um, <laughs> he did a he did an air fist bump to himself yeah. then, listeners. Uh, <laughs> and so I was wandering around Rabina Shopping Centre, waiting for the car to be serviced. Okay. And I walked past the Vodafone shop, mm-hmm. and I looked in there, and I saw all of the staff in black shirts with a Vodafone logo on there, and I felt really sorry for them, because for, for a second, it didn't click that they were employees of the shop, and I thought they were Warriors' place. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, you know, coming over the Gold Coast in between games, that would explain... Also saw Kevin Proctor. Yeah? Hmm. Nice guy. Did you get your phone out? No. I mean, fans have been, you know, be a true fan. <laughs> I gave him a nod. He walked 
passed me. I was with the three-year-old. Yeah. And I had a backpack on that said Panthers member 2017. Yeah, okay, so that's probably not going to work. Pass me. Yeah. Gave him a nod. Yeah. And he's just sort of like just spat and spat on the ground. His dreadlocks moved. I don't yeah. know if it was the wind or a head <laughs> movement. You are inside the shop, so were you? Yeah. Yeah, so okay, probably not the wind then. Probably something like a magical. That's his, that's his reaction style. It's just like he's, he's independent, like it's like tentacles. <laughs> Independently controllable. He's like Medusa. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, 16th underscore place. Poor old Warrior's been hard to watch since the 2011 final. Manly dropped us on our heads and we've been retarded ever since. Whoops. That game wasn't much of you know, a massive beating. No, disappointing for you, though. Giannis underscore Mateus. Matty Johns was playing the last time the Sharks fucked the New Zealander this bad. Ouch. Wasn't that it? Wasn't that bad? It was just one of those nothing fucking games where one team never had a chance of winning, yeah. and the other team sort just, of just know, looked enough. pretty good and did enough to win. And yeah, and I feel that way about a lot of games this week, but uh, not the next one. Parramatta Eels twenty eight feed the Broncos fourteen. ANZ a crowd of just over twelve thousand in attendance. The Eels twenty eight came from tries to Moira, a double to cunt faced wife beating cocksucker uh, French also with a try. Corey Norman <laughs> with a conversion. Moses three of three. Uh, Moses a couple of penalty goals as well. <coughs> The Broncos tries to Gillett and Roberts. Kahu two of two conversions and a penalty. Mm. I I went on a little bit of a punting spree. I haven't punted in a long time. Yeah. Not for any reason. I just yeah. haven't had time. Um, and I punted on Brisbane. Yeah. What, what, was, the, what was the bet? Yeah, you, you bet money on Brisbane. To bet win. money on Brisbane. Thank fuck for that new thing they've got. When a team gets to 12, they pay they out. They paid out. out. Yeah. <laughs> so you got paid out after five minutes or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> And I then thought, fucking, this is lucky. It's my lucky weekend. Um, so I doubled down on St. George. <laughs> <laughs> what benefit would there have been, though, in the... Dra- I mean, betting on the Dragons. I mean, they would have been the shortest fight price favourites of the weekend, most probably. Why Why you... Just fucking put it in the bank and get more interest. I mean... <laughs> but this, well, this one looked like it was going to be an absolute... The fucking, worst thing? <laughs> what? I tried to chase my money with the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking degenerate. Maybe you should have another holiday from gambling, oh, eh? Good. No, look, you know, I'm doing you know, $10 bets and not the yeah, yeah. thing, but um, it was just... Oh, that's a show yeah. bag at the Echo for Sorry. your kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that's, that's, that is just atrocious. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you should feel bad because you are bad. <laughs> This one, well, well, it looked like it was going to be an absolute evisceration by the Broncos. Mm. I mean, twelve nil after a very short period of time, and looking every bit like they were going to just anal them over the you know for the entire game. <coughs> when Eels slowly crawled themselves back into the game, I mean, they, they you know they they rugby unioned it a little bit as well, mm-hmm. you know, going up in twos with the uh, with penalties and stuff. Yep, but yep. but fuck, when they sort of got the sniff that like. Hey, we the the belief. Hey, we're actually good enough to win this game. Yeah, um, it it's interesting. You look at this Parramatta side, and you know the the way that they're playing at the moment. Their their forwards are punching above their weight, yep. both physically and you know yep. metaphorically. Uh, and they've still got uh, fucking Bo Scott to come back from injury yep. as well. Is he coming? Is he coming back this year, or is he gone? I'm, I'm reading things that it may be week one of the finals. Oh, okay. So, so at this stage, yeah, he might get a go. Look, tough, tough coaching call. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's not going to be fit, especially if they're rolling. You know, you know. Um, but well, he was coming off the bench anyway. Yeah. Which I think was a good move, and he was happy to do that. 
Yeah. And he's, by everything you ever hear about him, just a complete fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, like, you know. and, and training, like, with his own team and everything. Yeah, if yeah. I don't try and snap you at training, how yeah. are you going to survive people trying to snap you on the field? <laughs> but, uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you, you can dodge, dodge a wrench. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. Uh, some fucking... Jordan Kahu did... the fuck? Like, he's, he's already had this year on the short dropout. Yeah. Where he didn't he's know the a, rules. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, yeah. Does he think it's that junior rugby league thing where it's got to be two passes or they I, disallow the try? I still, I still maintain <laughs> that, uh, even on that thing, I still the maintain... Welcome back, Fluffy. Yeah. I, I, I still maintain on that not knowing the rules thing. I, I'm, I'm certain that if you asked him the question before the game, he wouldn't know the answer. I think it was just the... He thought he saw an opportunity to win the game and, you know... But... Yeah, I mean he's got he's got some concentration. I feel like he's got like some concentration issues or something, which I I would put all of those things under. You know, like I said this year, I'm trying to fucking light a candle rather than curse the darkness. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it was a welcome back Darius thing. There you That's go. the only thing I can put onto it that doesn't make me think that he's just a complete fucking potato. <laughs> um, or. You know, he's helping out Tim Simona somehow. <laughs> but, yeah, it, look, I don't want to say that cost him the game, but there were definitely a couple of things that were turning points. Yeah. Um, well, just things that, that didn't, the game didn't turn on them, but the but it would have made it impossible for the game to turn later on, you know, because like, yeah. they would have been just too far, you know, yeah, morale-wise and, yep. you know, and just the flow of the game. They would have been too far ahead. Yeah. Yep. Paramount at the moment, their forwards are playing like the Dragons pack did. Early in the, the start year. when they were good, they're punching through. They're not every tackle turning around and trying to fucking back themselves an extra four or five meters. You know, tweedle dumb waddling up the field. Yep. You know, they're punching through the tackle. They're getting themselves to ground and they're controlling how they get to ground, and they're getting up and playing the ball. Yep. That's that's how and you know. Fucks me why coaches don't see that. Oh shit, that works. Here's a fucking you know, two forward packs that no one ever thinks about when they talk about intimidating or dominant forward packs. Yeah. Oh, look <laughs> at that. They're fucking controlling the middle of the park and they're doing it with speed and energy. Doing their job. Now that's something we can copy and replicate very easily. <laughs> Cockhead. Fucking hook. And yeah, and but, and done with done with our gutho too. I yeah. mean, I thought that that would be a, a critical, you know, not a fate, necessarily a fatal blow, but at least something that would give them a backward step. And here they go and have, you know, what would be possibly one of the best wins of the season. You remember French was fullback at the beginning of the year, yeah. and and French has a lot of gutho attributes. They're both that flighty, very fast, elusive style of player. Yeah. Gutho's probably got a bit of a better footy brain, I think. Yeah, with his I think experience much better. in the halves, yeah. um, and adds a, another dimension to a backline play. Yeah, I think like French adds, but, yeah, adds speed in, in situations like that. That's about it. Whereas, whereas Gutho, I think adds you know adds some brain and actually and can slot in as an additional playmaker. True, that's sort of thing. And you know, look, I tell you what though, if you've got enough brain in there, you know, you've got Norman, you've got mm. Moses. So what you like about Moses, he's not retarded. They're doing a, they're doing a much better job though, progressively of hiding him. In defence, though, too. Well, fucking... So they fucking should. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to say, like, you know, fucking Tigers, how many years did they have to figure it out? That's the concept of a fucking team sport. Look at Tony Carroll and Darren Lockyer. Yep. You know, you don't have to be the greatest defensive half in the history of the game. As long as you coach and your fucking players around, you recognise it. 
Yeah, you, you win take, take contingencies to yeah. prevent it, yeah. Um, the thing I noticed about Brisbane in this game that I haven't seen in a long time out of them was they were hesitant. At every stage, on almost every play after the game starting at Parramatta drawing level, mm-hmm. they were hesitant. And, yeah. and that's what's gotten Brisbane through a lot of this time is that there was never hesitation. If we are running a backline play, we are fucking running that backline play and we will run it harder and faster than your yep. defence can come up. Yep. Now, there's that, fuck, have they got us here? And they're yep. pulling back. Yep. I don't know whether Milford's not 100%, but he was almost invisible during the game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the obvious massive blow to them, losing Macca. For, yeah, the season. And, and losing him in such a way... From a fucking... Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. If, if you were to put together the underrated, current underrated player team... Yep. He's my first pick. Yeah, I don't even be my first pick, but I mean, yeah. He could he could, he could could very well be... My first pick, I mean second pick after Isaiah Yeo, who is captain, coach, spokesperson. <laughs> but, you know. There you go. Fucking send us your thoughts on the, the underrated player 13. Yeah, fucking subjective, and I'm sure we're going to get a wide... Uh, Current players, not yeah. fucking... Don't want to get Michael Witt come back in there. <laughs> Don't want to hear about any fucking Jai Malanes. Coach is Scott <laughs> Um Yeah, but, but you know, um, Brisbane just just being hesitant in how they're playing their football, Yep. I think that takes away one of their biggest advantages. Bad yep. time of year to be playing like that. Okay, uh, where are we? Rob sold out. Uh, without Clint Gutherson, it seemed we wanted to earn his work for us. Great effort. Job. Uh, Knights, 21. Dragons, 14. In Newcastle, just a tick over 15,000 in attendance. The Knights had tries to Lamb, two dads, and Sy- Jacob Saifidi. Uh, Hodgkinson, three of three conversions, a penalty goal and a field goal. Defeated the uh, Dragons, 14. Tries to Vaughan and Sims. We up two of two conversions and a penalty goal. Well... Great result for for the the teams outside of the eight trying to get into the eight. Fantastic, <laughs> wonderful result, wonderful result for, for rugby league because at this stage Newcastle have become the pity party where people want to see them win. Yeah, you know, as long as they're well, not against their team, they want know, to see them win. I didn't think at this stage of the season I'd be reliant on fucking Newcastle to do what you cunts should have done last week. <laughs> Put it that way. You know who the best player on the field was who the fifteen thousand fuckers off it. Well, they've been the best players for the Knights all season. Fifteen thousand. Yep. Fans of rugby league. Yep. Got down to that ground. Yep. Um, fucking good on each. Team showing no hope. Good on each and every one of you. It's just such a shame that they that they didn't turn up for that game against the Tigers. Yeah, I know. Because that one, this would have drawn them level, yeah. you know, that with that turnaround. But look, here's that thing. Um, there, there is hope. You know, the we talk about week to week improvement. Yeah. And at the beginning of the year, we said flat out. Newcastle, you're fucked. You've got nothing to play for. The best you can ask for is that you see some week-on-week improvement. Yep. And I think that there's been enough of that this year. You add to that some of the signings they've got coming next year. Mm-hmm. They're still not a top-eight team. And, in fact, they will probably still be fighting it out for the spoon next year. Yep. But there are enough players coming and there's enough improvement in that squad for people to keep turning up and, yep. and to ride the... You know, climb the mountain with them. There's very few, very few fan bases that would turn up week in, week out like the Knights fan bases. Fucking none. Like, yeah, I can't. 
I, th- I think I think if it was if the Storm were in this position, they'd be the they would just be dead as a club mm-hmm. within two years. Yep. Uh, Broncos, obviously, you know, we know how they go. Well, look at the Titans. Yeah, yeah. You know, Titans they fluctuate they they fluctuate on a, like a, a week, weekly basis uh, where they bro- win the week before or not. Too. Titans probably a bad example because they they had the Broncos there for a long time before them, and also they, 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 and, and also they don't have a lot of fans like they the the Gold Coast is like you know it's a transient, a way, it's, town, it's, it's a transient town waiting room for death where old people go from other places in the country who you know support the Dragons or you know some other team yeah, that, my old mum people, lives that old people support yeah. you know yeah. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look they, they they played great the Dragons um, look it's funny when the when the Knights got a sniff this time because they've had it they've had this it's happened a couple of times Fuck. this year they 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 had a sniff, and they this time it was like not not this time. I, not, I remember a never season, again a season of winning and losing games by two points. Yeah, when we had Australian representative quality players in our team, <laughs> fuck, I got no idea how they felt. Um, but you know, you you talk a lot of time about yeah, okay, you got a team of stars and mm-hmm. and they do it, and and we've spoken at length about pure raw talent players versus effort players yep, yep. Um, Newcastle are an effort team and it's stuff like uh, the Ross Dolgs tri-saver yep. on Nightingale yep um, it's stuff like pushing and pushing and pushing and just well fuck it I'm this close I'll flick the ball out yeah so and that's unfortunately been Newcastle's undoing a lot of times yeah because if you're just blindly flicking the ball out you don't Someone's know who's going to yeah, pick it up yeah. so in that case it was either going to be picked up and dumped over yeah or, or the other someone way else picks up and yeah um, greatest part of this game was when Sims scored his try and then looked around <laughs> to the crowd. <laughs> um, fucking, well, why are you beating up on cripples? You can't. Yeah, like, yeah. And look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be rest fault because I think it's fantastic. The night's fun, but yeah, they 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 certainly got the rub, the rub of the green, and there was certainly some controversial. I think there was probably another dragons try in there, <laughs> but uh, but. For the good of the game, I'm I'm happy that the dragons be the sacrificial lambs. One of us has a track record of refs faulting this year. Have you? No, I haven't. And you'll notice again, I'm not refs fault. I think this was fair and equitable. And refereed exactly <laughs> as it should have been. Oh, look, look, I, look I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, like... Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying that Newcastle got the fifty fifties. Put it this way, and it's good. Yeah. One of us, one of us is going to the fucking ten meter board at the Commonwealth Games, and we'll be wondering who tackled the person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rishay underscore Rishi had a Christmas party in July. Uh, Christmas in July party yesterday, and the Knights delivered a Christmas miracle. Praise Jeebus! And obviously, being a Panthers fan, he's a hashtag Panthers undefeated asterisk. Fuck yeah! Christmas in July. Cattle Dog Blue. Been saying all year, give us a 50-50 calls and we'll win more games. Today we got them all from my view. <laughs> Go Knights. Got the 99-1 yeah, calls. You got the, you got, you got the 99 ones, right? You got the 100 and zeros. And <laughs> that is fucking... <laughs> but you know what? <coughs> I just don't feel that inclined to rage against it when it's the little Aussie battlers who mm. can't buy a fucking win. Well, maybe they just did. I don't know. But... Um, mm. it, at this stage, they become the pity party that everyone wants to see them win, yep. and uh, provided it's not against their team. So you know, unlucky dragons fans and had to be you, but you know what? Fucking you deserve it. Penis-headed Mary. 
I um, you know, you don't want to wish injury on anybody. I would fucking love for him to get another car accident and just like turn his head to the left and then go forward and hit it on the steering wheel and just split his dome right down the middle. <laughs> and so he has just a constant fucking scar <laughs> down the top of his melon. And um, he's and he and he's had to eat ten grand for his comments. And you know, yes, your team's fighting to stay in the eight because um, you're a fucking joke of a club. Uh, and Dufty will end up at Cronulla, but mm. you know, fucking pick any other game to ref's fault. Mm-hmm. You, you almost want a bit of fucking courtesy out of the cunt to say, I, I wasn't entirely happy with some of the calls that we got. Uh, however, we, we were out and enthused by a team that wanted it more, and you know, we're disappointed in my team for not fucking taking yeah, the advantage afforded you know, them. But I tell you what, even though we lost fifteen thousand people out here in Newcastle. To, How good is to support your club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we won't talk about the disappointments on field. Well done to you, people. Have a bit of fucking class about yourself. Yeah. When's a cl- when? Whenever is a coach going to show class in a post-match press conference? Rarely. John Lang was a fucking classy coach. Yeah, but he was also a bit of fucking pushover. That's why. Club. He was too. He was too soft. He was permeated everything. Yeah, that's, 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 he, was, he was just not behind closed doors. He wasn't. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they say. Yeah. But, you know. There's a fucking gentleman in the streets. <laughs> yeah, go and finish it. What are you going to do? <laughs> I to jerk off on feet. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I wanted to see where the second half was going to go. Fucking run hard. That's <laughs> called HD. Hold up, I left my house douse flag around here somewhere. <laughs> Curse Chapo. The Knights beating the Dead V confirms the Dead V are frauds and the only, only bum-ass teams lose to them. Mm. He's, he's pushing that narrative considering he's got the, I mean this is funny even though the, the, the Knights are lower on the ladder I think it's pretty much undisputable at the moment that uh, indisputable at the moment that, that the Bulldogs are the most fucking atrocious team I'd, I'd the love Brownie and I wish we could but do like a boxing style fucking like call Des out right <laughs> after the grand final cunt your team <laughs> my team Fucking let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, you might have like four points more than whatever <laughs> it is at the end of the season, you know, that us. But let's fucking just uh, put the points on the table. We're going to take Loser take spoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, spoonable loser, curtain raiser. Giannis underscore Mateus. Said it often, I'll say it again. The rugby league guys are cunts from the highest order. Aren't they just? J underscore buff. There are babies being born that only know of the Knights winning. <laughs> uh, the Rabbitohs. Oh, sorry. The Raiders 32 defeated the Rabbits 18 at ANZ Stadium. Just over 9,000. Pretty poor crowds this weekend, to be honest. Uh, the Raiders tries to Croker, Tapanay, Kotrick, Bateman, Oldfield. Five of five conversions to Old Teary Ice Croker and a penalty goal. The Rabbitohs 18 came from tries to Walker, Fumano, and AJ. Reynolds, three of three conversions. Miss this one, man. It's all yours. Fucking man, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it as well. But um, I've tried to watch the replay so many times. I, can, I can't. Yeah, it, like and watching watching the highlights package is not a fair way to to really no. uh, really accommodate the game. Uh, fair to say though that from the highlights package, one thing is that the Raiders actually actually saw some effort. Actually saw some. Dare, dare I say cohesion, mm. and uh, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to jump in and say that one win against the Rabbitohs, who are it's uh, you know a fading, you know, and very erratic Rabbitohs side. Are a fucking powerhouse. Is it, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> I'm not going to say that, you know, that, that that makes a, a season or a return to form or like a, a bright, you know, promising hope for a bright end to the season, yeah. that, you know, that's yeah. been largely forgettable, you know, uh, after the highs of last year. But I know Raiders fans are happy with the... Uh, yeah. I, I did notice that they went left most of the night. Now, again, that was where their points came from, I think, yeah. except for one try. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think this year their left-hand side has been a little bit underused. Well, it became a thing with the you know the the right hand side is Leipana. Yeah, the Leipana, the, the glamour thing. Everything did you know? Not everything, but, but not everything. it seemed like most things last year did you know come what? from there. But see, that's deceptive. The brilliant tries last year came on the right hand side. Yeah, the length of the field breaks, or the Rapana was coming back in and scoring, and, and all the crazy flicks, the impossible yeah. pass yeah. by yeah. by BJ. Their left hand side last year mm-hmm. with fucking. Um, Croker. Croker was playing out of his fucking skin yeah. last year. Like, remember Croker's always... Croker's always... You know, remember when they lost him? They yeah. was talking, well, their season's fucked now. Yeah. They've lost Croker. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Um, and, and I think their left edge has been underused. This year, Souths, the only thing I can say about their performance is, you know, basically what fucking Spud came out. Do you see what he said? Did he come... Well, he, he, he had some, some comment to say about the... He came out and said... The, uh, about the like the 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 playing the players' size and, and things like that. He said or? that the Burgess brothers are overweight. Yeah. Not that they're unfit, but hard to tell. I mean, you're born with your head, aren't you? What are you going to do? Oops, they're they're clocking in at what do you say, 123 yeah. kgs? I think is the official. Yeah, that's for for a for like a a large you know forward soft play. I don't think that's necessarily excessive. I mean, you just look at it on a case by case basis and. That's not counting Dick, though. If you count Dick in the equation, it's 164. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, their heads and they're like... <laughs> yeah, imagine, they're they're like, top of 200 kilo. <laughs> like, every, every, every man yeah. looks in the mirror and, and at some stage in his life goes, you know, I could do it just a little bit more. <laughs> Tell me there wouldn't be a crueler fate than being a twin and one twin's got a fucking elephant's trunk. <laughs> and the other one's got a fucking little Twizzler <laughs> like everything else is identical it's oh yeah it, <laughs> um, it's like the movie Twins except their penises <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood you can have that one for free <laughs> well I mean that's, that, that would stand to reason on why why hasn't the pornography industry made that as the as the, the parody <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I, no, I tend to agree with it. You, you look at the the forward packs this year that have been mm-hmm. damaging. Yes, there's certainly been. I mean, obviously with the, the reduced interchanges, there's a, there's a component of uh, of being able to do minutes, you know, quality minutes. But there's yep. also yeah, and and the, the big man is gone. You, you and know. the rolling, the rolling, the, you know, the constant roll forward, get up quick play, the ball back pedal, the opposition thing. Yeah, is uh, is key. So exactly. Yeah, that's um, it. Um, yeah, maybe tell Desi as well. Tell fucking everybody, except, you know, Brisbane do it well, Melbourne do it well, mm-hmm. um, Dragons did it well, Parramatta did it well for one game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, Todd, Todd H, nineteen eighty seven. where the fuck was this effort and half from Canberra for the last 20 weeks? Now, if any whinging cunts want to hear a review of the game, is there a reliable Canberra Raiders? No, no, there isn't. Oh, well, yeah, that's actually, you can uh, you can listen to fucking uh, Solzy's fucking Green Machine podcast. That's it. That's, that's where you need to go if you want to hear 
something that's that that uh, is obviously going to be biased in, in favour. I mean, it's, it's specifically Canberra related. Well, somebody but, who could at least be bothered watching the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I shouldn't say be bothered, Tom. We were both very busy. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I've had a, a very, very. I can't. I can't believe that uh, this weekend is the first games I've missed almost all season. Uh, a couple of games, but um, finally something gave, <laughs> and there was and there was one game, and I think it was. I think it was. Wouldn't be the Warriors. And what was it? What was the second Friday night game? There was a. Uh, a period of that, I had to watch that game out of sequence. I had to watch second half, first half, because first half I was asleep. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm fucking turned narcoleptic at the moment. Let's shut my eyes and go to sleep straight away. Shit. The Roosters 22 defeated the Cowboys 16 at Allianz, a crowd of just under 9,500. The Roosters tries them Mitchell, Tupo, Takiaho, Kiri, Mitchell, uh, conversion. Takiaho also with conversion uh, and a penalty goal to Mitchell. The Cowboys 16 came and tries to Linnet, Felt, Hess, two or three conversions to Ethan Lowe. <sighs> now, I've said, I've said that, you know, I'm not a, not a believer in the Roosters, and, you know, everyone's like got them sort of, you know, up there, like, you know, they're, you know, like Storm Daylight, and then, you know, maybe the Sharks, yeah. Roosters, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Roosters, Sharks, depending on whoever's doing the list. But like, now I can, I, be- I believe the second half of this game was. Uh, the fucking best half almost all season of any team like yeah. c- considering the the quality <coughs> the quality of opposition I mean the Cowboys have been going great we, you know we've dispelled the whole you know Cowboys without Thurston thing now I mean that mm-hmm. can't be really thrown in as a as an excuse or a qualifier when talking about the, qual- the Cowboys they've been motoring along and indeed they're motoring along in this game too and looking fantastic but 100%. that second half the SST and then secondarily guys I guess like um, like Letters like that was that was like a Tomalolo fucking greatest hits half with Tomalolo on the field yeah. playing for the other side yeah. by SST. It was fucking unbelievable. One of the best halves of football by a single player. It was like for Fida Origin one. It was like just one of the great halves of forward football yeah. in the entire season. Unbelievable. It it, it, it I said last week. I, I want to see the Roosters get in and win. A grindy, yeah, and that's contest. funny. That's the one. The one tweet we got was, but was exactly that from Highway. From Highway so there's, yeah, I saw there's that. your dirty grinding win from behind. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, that if, if there was any sort of mental softness in that team, fucking nothing brings them together like that sort of win. Yep. And what a time! What a time of the year to do it too. Yeah. Heading into the business end, exactly to go up against someone you're going to meet mm-hmm. come finals time. Yep. And to be behind yep and to not bullshit your way to a win Mm -hmm. you know no fucking ref's fault no intercept tries no you know shit like that to win on the back of fucking hard work that is almost fucking priceless to a team um the the Cowboys even with JT uh they they are a close range threat yep right if you can keep them up their end of the field they're not a a Penrith or fucking dare I say it on their day a West Tigers who can you know or a length of the field break or a fucking semi radradra yeah you know eighty five meter try yep that is not the Cowboys even with JT yep they are a territory dominance score you know, from close range where or, you out or perhaps, you know or put a kick through yeah. or yeah where you out. Hands quicker than your defence, and and they're in, and they scored a couple of those tries against the Roosters. Um, they they were looking they were looking pretty good 
Going into, going into half time, they were yep. looking, they were looking fine though. I mean, you know, it was it was a good game, but they were they were on top. Yep. But what an about face in the second half. And and it came on the end of you. You know, you talk about you know, a lot of a lot of what I've said tonight about forwards is about how how they play an attack. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, you can afford to be not as energetic in attack when you just fucking quarantine cunts in their own twenty meter. Yep. For most of the second half. Yeah. And you can see it in the Cowboys' faces that have an attacking set and then, you know, that kick the ball away and all of a sudden they're defending their line again. Yeah. You know, and then they defend another set and bash bash forward again and kick the ball, but all of a sudden they're defending their fucking line again and you yeah. can see their faces and their body language. And it, it, th- when you don't have JT, I've said this before, one of the biggest attributes he brings is his effort. Because mm-hmm. in those instances... He's the one that will kick the ball and be first chaser there. Yeah. And if you see someone in your fucking colours running past you at a million miles an hour, yep. it's got to take a pretty fair cunt to not follow. Yep, yep. And the thing um, is that JT is, I mean, he individually sets sets he, he sets a bar yes. that the, the rest of the team must also attain. If the rest of the team, or else they have to fucking yeah. answer to him as exactly. well. You know. And that's not that's not a comment on any flaws in Morgan. But in that game, he was, kick the ball, I'm fucked. I'm yep. not going to chase. And the rest of them were fucked too. So the Roosters yep. just bashed him into submission. Yep. Um, and, you know, again, Kiri. You know, Pierce controls that team very well. Mm-hmm. And I've said before, he's a great, great player at club level. Um, but Kiri just shows the value of having pace mm-hmm. in your halves. Just, just pure pace. And just the, the general deceptiveness as well. I mean, like the way that he held them off to score that try, which was the ultim- ultimately the, the winner, the match-winning yeah. try. I mean, it was just, it was so simple yeah. in the end, but... Uh, but, that bit, but it was smart play. Yeah, it was just, he, I mean, he had, I think it was Morgan out there, that he had him, he sort of had, yeah. made him look at the next guy, and then he and, and then he had the Pierce speed to... wrapping around the back yeah. as well. And Yeah, exactly. It, it, and that's probably got Morgan's attention. I think it was Pierce wrapping around, got exactly. Morgan's attention, and then he just the, just the split second ability and have the speed to capitalize on that, and he sliced through. And but this uh, is the thing, from. you know, Mitchell Pierce does that at club level. Mm-hmm. I, I won't hark back on this every Roosters game. I promise. Yeah, doing an Origin level can't. Fuck's well, sake. Where where is that in state of fucking Origin? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why do you stay within this fucking ten yep. meter zone? Yep. Dog fucker. Yep. Uh, Melbourne Storm 40 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 6 uh, down at Amy Park. Just over 15,000 turned out for Cameron Smith's milestone 350 asterisk game. Uh, Storm tries to Hughes, Vinivalu, Stimson, Bromwich, Chambers, Cronk and Adokar. Uh, 5 of 7 conversions for Smith and a penalty goal. Uh, Manly tried to Matthew Wright and a penalty goal. That's right, he missed his conversion. I forgot about that. I didn't think it was possible for fucking Tommy Turbo's bug eyes to pop any further out of his fucking scone. <laughs> but when Adokar fucking just changed direction and burned him. Well he was in a he was in a bad position to me because he wasn't he wasn't coming up to meet what, him. He was actually to defend him. No, he was in he was he was he was backing off and whereas he should have been, you know, like running in a forward direction. But you I mean when you're backing off and then someone there's nothing I mean, wouldn't have had to have been Adokar, it could have been fucking Sam Thiday <laughs> like when you get yourself into that posi- like when you're that badly out fuck? of position did you, did you see him doing the fucking spirit fingers over the line no no. go and watch a replay of that fucking try right <laughs> Adokar burns him and there is nothing fucking Tommy can do except do a fucking show dance that's what he's <laughs> absolutely fucking ridiculous I mean he was, he was um, le- I mean obviously he was fuck let- he's quick he was let yeah he was and he was let he was let down by 
defenders far ahead of him. Oh yeah, they, they put him in a shit position that it was. That, yeah, it wouldn't even have to be out of car. It could have been could have been anyone. Just with the just the, the momentum and the the fact that he was backpedaling, you, you couldn't have. Yeah, you know, like couldn't the, done anything. There's plenty about of guys it. with pace in the league, but Ado Car just has this like run on a bit of fucking tissue paper yeah. standing horizontally and I, did, I, I probably say this every week but what the fuck were the West Tigers thinking <laughs> what were they th- I mean he was they had the ability to keep him yeah they had the ability to keep him yeah and they chose they chose not to keep him after they sent Melbourne Marika Corabetti yeah <laughs> who also became a reborn player honey I'm I'm just you know, go, going out for a drink with the girls. Okay. Are these the same girls last time you came home smelling like dick? <laughs> yeah, those ones. <laughs> West Tigers. Fuck. Oh, man. But, um, look, Cameron Smith uh, obviously in, enjoyed his milestone game and the team uh, the team in the crowd obviously came with him. The scoreline doesn't really reflect the match. I mean, mainly we're in it probably till about 60 minutes maybe and uh, there's a couple that, yeah, that yeah, blew it out at the very end and yeah. made, you know, Camp Smith's party time. But um, they were certainly, like Storm was certainly the better team for the entirety of the match. Yeah. Um, and, and Manly was just in that position where it was just like they they were they were in it and they were hanging in it and they did great job to, you know, there was some great, you know, last ditch defence and things like yeah. that to, to, to keep themselves in it. But uh, once once it got out from like the 16 to 8 or whatever it was where it hung for a while, that's the, obviously the game was over at that point and they certainly, they, they certainly played accordingly and kind of, you know, threw in the towel. But um, Cameron Smith, he's going to, he'll play 400 fucking games. Like he will blow the... 350, 26 rounds... Two more years, are, I don't think is inconceivable at all. appearances in that, or is it they, they would have to, wouldn't they? Games. Yeah, because well, it's an NRL game, so it would have to be. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you take for granted that the Storm are going to make He's going to have, like, another three games so, in the finals minimum. So let's say every 30 year. games a year. Yeah. It's so not three. He's 380 next year. And what's he missed? What do they say he's missed? Nine games nine through his games. whole career. That's nuts. In injury. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? He's kind of a fucking robot. Yeah, like I know they're testing, and for it's peptides. not like he's and he's and it's not like he's like Billy Slater, where he's like a a recognised fitness machine. You and, know what I mean? And like, it's not like he's fucking Darren Lockyer, who tackled four people in his whole career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> nine games at forty fucking tackles a game. It's going to take like Jared Beale to to put his knee through <laughs> to finish him off <laughs> to get him out of there. I think. Like, does Cameron Smith just? Piss fucking motor oil. <laughs> yeah, and like, human? yeah, and like, he's like, he's grub, and I can't stand the guy. But I have to, you have to respect, you know, yeah. his his con- level. Of play. Can, and then the stories come out, obviously, because it was it was Cameron Smith Love Fest through the week. So they um, and then the story about how you know Bennett, you know, didn't want him, and um, just like he didn't want Ash Taylor. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he, and he didn't want Matt. He didn't want Matt Ballin. He told him he was never going to play first grade. Like, <laughs> you've got to say. For all of the for all the plaudits given to Wayne Bennett over his long and uh, illust- mostly illustrious career as a head coach, he's had some fucking clangers in there as well. Yeah, you know <laughs> and Cameron Wayne- Smith will have to go down as the biggest one. Well, Wayne Bennett's achievements in life, yeah, you know, they're, they're not genetic, but um, can win premierships mm-hmm. with almost national level representative teams with with, with baseline Queensland origin side uh, up up to national side. Yeah. Uh, can be successful as a uh, one t- one team town coach. Yep. Um, can can drag a, a milf away from her husband. Can break up a happy home. Yeah. 
Um, you know what else he done? Ken scores got got, 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 got got Fluffy on the straight and narrow. Fixed him up. That's fucking crimes against humanity. <laughs> we listen to that cunt giving interviews. But can you imagine if Cameron Smith was at the Broncos between like 2005 to, like with Darren Lockyer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would have won potentially yeah. three premierships that they didn't win. Yeah. Maybe the Storms premierships. The asterixy ones, maybe they could have been attributed to the Broncos instead. Maybe they wouldn't have, because there wouldn't have been dodgy contracts, and Cameron Smith, being a greedy cunt, wanting to take money out of the pockets of Junior Rugby League via the Cunt Rugby League Players Association, (laughs) wouldn't have stayed at the Broncos (laughs) if they weren't overpaying him illegally. Possibly. Or maybe they would have been the ones that blew the cap and the big fucking... Hypothetically. (laughs) Because the only thing that would have made 40 nil over Melbourne more satisfying if it had been over the Broncos... (laughs) But look, the the storm far too good. Clearly, the benchmark for the competition this year. Um, yeah, manly, manly, they're they're cooked. Fucking, they're mentally shot. <laughs> I don't think they can turn it around in a week. I mean, they'll win some more games and they'll probably limp into the finals. But um, you know, round six is shaping up to be perhaps a very meaningful twenty six clash. Round twenty six. Yes. What yeah. Six. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what happened around 20, sixteen, let alone yeah, six. Twenty-six. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. Well, I can't. You can't say yet, but I mean, it, it's. It certainly could be. There is the potential now for that game to have a fair bit of fucking meaning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. And I mean, if it's going, and, where you know, is it? Where? Yeah, it's a lot of land. Yeah. So it's an easy win for you guys because we don't play a lot of land. We're rebelling against the Brookvale thing, clearly. <laughs> The players, if, if it's not called Brook, Brookvale, the players aren't going to fucking play like it is, like it is Brookvale. That'd be fucking great if we get we'll get some cheap flights for that one. Oh, you can get cheap flights now. <laughs> hey, we've got to talk about hotels too, fuck. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, remind me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, well done. So far, far too good uh, on this occasion. And uh, let's see what the super coach Trent can do in a week. My prediction, not a lot. Total bed RL. Did the commentator call Cam 350 an Indian rubber man? RTS is going to be pissed. He's got hashtag Dalsim 350. <laughs> uh, Cambo, the real Cambo 96. 350 games. How many contracts? How many brown paper bags? How many grapples? How many chicken wings? Mm. Hashtag shit cunt. Hashtag salary cap cheat. Look, can't deny, can't argue with any of that. But I do, I do have respect for the ability to maintain a high level play over such a long time. Uh, the best thing. Yep. Throughout that whole thing. Yep. You know Bellamy is still the master. And I, I think, you know, again, as much of a cunt as Cameron Smith is, yeah, a lot of his success is due to the fact that he's humble enough to go, fucking this cunt knows. Yep. Like, you know, uh, Bellamy presented him with the football mm-hmm. and after 350 games and people talking about him as the greatest player ever and da 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 you can still see there is that fucking master and apprentice relationship. Or Emperor Vader relations. <laughs> yeah. Then it brings in like his kid. What's happened there? <laughs> Does he have twins? I don't know. Did you see that? Bellamy looked at um, Cameron Smith's kids. You want to see a fucking scared little girl? Yeah. Well, yeah. We've we've established we've established how things work down oh, there. I know, but now we have evidence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, life is a thigh day. Idea. This is fantastic too. Idea. Instead of Cam Smith, can we call him Obelix Smith? This is because there will always be a little asterisk next to him. <laughs> and look, you know, I, 
I don't want to hear any grammar Nazis. <coughs> I don't want to hear any grammar Nazis coming in on this. But I am. I am prepared to fucking second carry rubber stamp. That like, Obelix is fantastic. Obelisk. Uh, Benny two seven. I hope DC said, uh, whispered to him. Fuck you, forty nil bitch. This game means nothing. Yeah, no, DC. That's the thing with DCE. Everything means everything to DCE, and if it only meant as much to everyone else, it wouldn't be. They wouldn't lose a game. Fuck off. DCE went up to him after the game and said, "Congratulations, Cameron. That was a very fucking good game. You've had a very good career, and I hope I can play State of Origin with you again one day. I'd really hope that. I'd like that. Thank you very much, Cameron." He's like, maybe fucking retire. That's what he said. Maybe maybe retire so I can fucking play State of Origin. Can't. No, he's fucking cucked. That was Smith's long shot. He's just taking out everyone. Right? It's fucking Game of Thrones style. Fuck every cunt that's ever done anything to him. And, you know, by him, fucking DCE out of origin, he, he's killed Manly. <laughs> no, no. The, the, the thing is, there's too many games after origin where Manly are fucking cleaning fools up. So, uh, DCE let's... basically presented to Cameron Smith on the field. <laughs> Tigers 26 defeat the Titans 4 at Hope Solo Coliseum in front of a crowd of 11,500. The Tigers tries the Masters Tedesco MWZ. Lawrence and Woods. Lolo Haya 3 of 5 conversions. The Titans 4 came from a try to Jared Hayne. And uh, that is it. Um, if I was a Gold Coast Titans member, mm-hmm. as I am, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. only yeah. for another couple of weeks. When does it actually end? Is it like October 31 or something? Or I don't care. But they can fucking try anything they want because I've used a burner email address. <laughs> I've used a prepaid credit card so they can try and auto-renew that cunt till their fucking club falls into the sea. For all I care. Um, you know, you would hope that when your club has everything to play for mm-hmm. and the other club has realistically only pride, pride. Pride, if that. Pride and, you know, and I guess, you know, showing off to their new coach sort of thing like showing you know jostling for positions in in the coming season perhaps trying to regain a contract that was given away Mm -hmm. Um, fuck you would have thought the Titans came out here and really pulled together Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately not you know the never in it at any stage there was no energy there was Again, stupid stuff in their own end. Mm-hmm. You know, for for as brilliant as the Titans have been at stages this year, when you're behind, you got to change the style of football that you play by a little bit, and that means you need to manage the lead as 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 much as the game. Yeah. Which means you can't do stupid things like fucking knock the ball on right in front of your goalposts on your ten. You can't throw speculative passes out there. Yep. Um. And, you know, I know that he's the sort of guy that will throw his fucking toys out of the cot. But if I was coaching Jared Hayne at the moment, I would fucking pull him right back and say, cunt, this is your job. Mm -hmm. You are to run. You are to fucking look at people when you pass the ball to them. Mm -hmm. Turn your fucking head and see where they are. And until you get through a game clean, you don't do anything else. And yeah, and there was some there was some success. Some of their best wins in the midpoint point of the season, where he was kind of like that. I mean, he was roaming a little bit, like he wasn't strictly tied down, but you know he I'm wasn't overplaying shit. He wasn't he wasn't overplaying yeah. things though. I'm not also, they had Connie in the team at that time too, though, which I think is a bit of a factor for these guys. And Pete's wasn't a fucking busted cuck either. What the fuck's happened to Pete's? Fucking Origin two and three. I loved that guy. Origin two and three I happened to that guy. Loved him. I know it was you, Nathan. He broke. He, he, he broke, broke your heart. heart. 
Um, yeah, take him out on fucking Lake at Coomera. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a bullet in him. <laughs> the gun won't work because I bought yeah. it at Carrara Markets. Yeah. Um, I can put one in Lussick while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're joined at the hip. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it just look disappointing. Disappointing for a, for a team that is that has played through you know pretty pretty tough football despite uh, at times overwhelming in-game injury counts and things like that this was a very a very very meek showing when yeah. they actually had uh, a little a little bit to play for I mean because now they're they're, they're, ma- they're mathematical they're now mathematical, right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jared underscore Hunt close enough to meth that you think that would have meant something on the Gold Coast yeah meth- meth- they're like, like mathematical <laughs> <laughs> somebody get me a piss hype <laughs> teenage mutant addict turtles <laughs> Jared underscore Hunt was that just me, or was the, all the Tigers versus Titan games played in slow-mo? Whatever. Hash go the Tigers. Hash porch that, Tiger. Did, did you see that Lawrence try? Yes. Fuck me. That was when Pete's broke my heart. Oh, that then, then. Oh, see, it happened to me, like, you know, a month and a half, two. Three metres of origin? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm there, I'm telling myself, fucking... It's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. He's injured. His nan might have died and he's not Dane Gay Guy. Yeah. Fucking, I'll give him every excuse. But when you watch yeah. Chris Lawrence fucking Stephen Hawking his way past yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. But I said before at the start of the Benny show. Benny White. I said at the start of the show, kids with fucking cerebral palsy yeah. should not, you know, unfortunately can't play rugby league. They could fucking get past Nathan Peace at the moment. I thought you were saying they could represent New South Wales in State of Origin at Hooker in 2017. <laughs> and gain more metres. Yeah. But. Stuart Marler, is the dream still alive? Can the Tigers still come ninth? Mathematically, of course. <laughs> Fat, hairy, lazy. West win one game, my timeline lights up. I'd hate to see when they win something meaningful. That's just spiteful talk there from a Panthers fan. Harry underscore Hillis. Jared Hayne is a Dixie drumstick wanting to be a chicken crimpy. Hashtag monkey aids. <laughs> dream big. Ma underscore Aaron. Jared Hayne was going to be massive, but in the end, he has nothing. All hype. He's this generation's millennial bug. Okay, this week coming up, we're going to kick off on Thursday night with the doggies taking on the eels. Uh, look. What can? I mean, how much do we really need to talk about this game? The Eels have finally got to that point. There was about, you know, I, I wasn't quite a believer in them about a month ago. They just they didn't seem to be consistent enough. But now they've shown the way. I think they're good. I think they've finally, you know, hit their groove. They're not as good. They're not. They're not going as well as they as they could be. But I think that they're on the they're on the trajectory you want to be on. You know, with five weeks or whatever to the finals. Yeah. I mean, and the doggies are just fucking mud. They remain mud. I don't see anything happening in a week to change that. No. Traditionally, this is a big game between these two two sides, but it's, it's retro round. Does this get the Does this get um, the, the doggies up to a performance though? Like I just can't see it coming. It, it's not even like that fucking dragons bunnies clash preseason. Yeah, where no matter the form. Yep. You know they find a way to make it. Rarely yeah. does someone dominate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again. Par- Parramatta do this one easily. But um, I think I, I think I put uh, you know on the tipping here you have to put the margin. I think I put twenty, and uh, and I'm pretty comfortable with that still. 
the, the cold the dogs haven't been horrible defensively. No, but they've got they offer nothing attacking. So like Parramatta could conceivably get a twenty point win by scoring by a margin of twenty four to four. Mm. You know but what I mean? again, I'm saying that you know the the best attacking team in the competition only put a couple of tries on them last week. Yeah, I'm saying no. rethink your strategy. I'm, your I'm, 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 I'm saying that if you think that Penrith actually attacked to the best of their ability on that day... No, I didn't say that. I said they were the best attacking team in the competition. Yeah, but no, but they're not. Yeah, they are. They're not, they're not at all, though. Yeah. When you take into account can't. all the major fucking KPIs of attack... Total points scored? Chin How about angle. that one? <laughs> Try scored? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Chin, chin light refraction ability... That's just um, far too fucking scientific. Yeah. This is rugby league, mate. <laughs> fucking meat raffles, mate. Right. <laughs> Dragons take on the Rabbits Friday night pub game slot. Well, look. <laughs> what? What can you? I don't know. I don't know what to say about can the we, Dragons. Can we say like, again, how many times the Dragons have been kissed on the dick? Yeah. After, after going up against and getting pounded by cellar dwellers. Yeah. Do they face anybody of any substance the week after? No. No. No, that's right. So, I, I think where they should have consolidated last week, I think that they will probably make a better fist of it this week, mm. uh, if Mary is any type of coach. Yeah. Yeah, and like, the jury's out on that. But uh, Re- Reynolds has been named for, for South, but I'll tell you what, he's, um, he's starting to get his, his tag of unintentional Jamie Soward. Yeah, explain. Well, you know, you put a big hit on Jamie Soward and and he would just go missing for the fucking game. Yeah. Reynolds tries his best to be there, but he's he's gone. Yeah. So um, I think St. George can get back on this one. Back I, on track. I'd, I'd like to think that the Dragons can get back on track. I'd love to see him fucking lose, though. Oh, yeah, fucking of course, of course it, would, it would work so well. You know what? I swear to God, I will never say another bad word about Farrah. Yeah, if Souths win this game. If Souths win this game. Someone's going to have to police that. I'm not, I'm not going to be the guy. Someone can. All right. <laughs> Cowboys take on the storm. Up at 1,300 smiles. Look. I'm not, pre- I'm not prepared to tip against Melbourne Storm again this regular season. Finals is a different ball game, obviously, and the Storm yep. do have a, a knack of being dominant through the regular season and not as great during the finals. Um, the Storm have a, a couple of gears. Yep. If another team can go up, a few yeah. more gears than them. They'll trouble them. Yeah. Now, Munster's out Munster's out of this game, but they, they welcome back Billy Slater. Um, so, I feel I feel like that that's, uh, you know, pretty much a net, you know, it's a wash. I don't think there's a, I don't, I don't think that they're losing too much there. And we've established that the Storm without all the stars, they're pretty fucking good anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, for their part, the stable lineup. I just... I, I see the only way Melbourne lose this game is with that those bullshit intangibles. Yeah. Is there some sort of, not booze, but actually you know, emotional or yeah. mental hangover yeah. from such a big occasion? Yeah. Um, was last week such a big event for them that then the travel and the prep and all of this stuff, you know, are they a little mm-hmm. bit off their game? I just... I, but nah. then, then, then when... I mean, when you, you, you do start to think about those factors, but then I think, does Bellamy allow that shit to be a factor? I, I, I think not. Who knows? Yeah, I, you know? I, just don't, I just don't think he would. True, but... It, no, he, he wouldn't, but with with this Storm team, mm-hmm. 
there's a lot more newer players to the Bellamy regime than they yeah. previously had. Who knows? Just bumping up League Live, look at the yearly stats for both of these teams. Just the almost the, identical. Almost identical. Average sets, average complete sets, average incomplete sets, tries, runs, fucking meters are within like thirty across yeah. the entire. Uh, fucking yeah. Melbourne pinged them on offloads, line breaks. That's actually that's quite amazing. Another way, fucking league life is absolutely sensational, because um, it shows you a couple of things. It shows you that stats don't always tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. Because if you went in and said that the North Queensland Cowboys play an almost identical style of football to the Melbourne Storm, mm-hmm. people would be pointing out all the ways that they're different and all the different attributes yeah. they have in this, that, and the other. It's not necessarily the style of football they're playing, but it's the, it's the, the result, though. Yeah. Is the, uh, you know, across the, taken across you know, 21, 22 rounds of football is, uh, is almost identical. On but almost how does everything. that put one team head and shoulders above? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just based That's on right. stats, you'd yeah. think that they'd be almost neck and neck. Yeah. It doesn't quite work out that way. No, I think unfortunately Melbourne win this game. I think Melbourne do too. Uh, the Knights take on the Warriors in Newcastle. Look, if there was ever, <sighs> if there was ever a time when Newcastle could consolidate, take all the goodwill from last week, roll it into an even bigger crowd this week, because uh, you know there will be Saturday afternoon a three pm game. I mean that's golden fucking rugby league time. Weekend day three pm start is amazing. In Newcastle at in home New- at home fifteen thousand to a fucking fifteen thousand when they're expecting to get sacrificed. Yeah. So this one, this one's going to be like an eighteen, nineteen thousand crowd, you, perhaps. You look at the, the season. Newcastle mm-hmm. have won three games this year. Mm-hmm. The Warriors have won seven games. Yep. How many games were there that Newcastle could potentially have won, but fucked right at the death? Well, fuck. One of them was the Warriors in like the first round, yeah. or one of the first rounds of the season. So. Then had the doggies one, so it's almost yeah. Some fucking sliding doors moments. What you're saying emotionally, emotionally they're almost the same, the, the same record. You're saying that's yeah. it. Uh, the Warriors. I want to tip Newcastle. Look, I, I don't. I, just, I, want, I want to tip Newcastle at home as well. Just on the back of fucking rock solid fans like Mitch the Geo. Yep. Yep. You know? the, these guys and uh, like I want to say Cattle Dog Blue as well, but he's a real gronk. So like I don't. I don't. I don't want to wish nice things for him so much. But for the Knights, you know, I do. The 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 twin formerly known as Beta. Yep. Was he Alpha now? Well, I'm not saying he's Alpha. He's okay. just not exactly Beta. He's dropped. He's he's like Zeta. No, Alpha's. <laughs> it's contention in twin rankings. Yeah. Okay. Um. Look. Yes. The Newcastle Knights are going to win this game. Uh, two in a row. They're going to be one of the. They're going to have one of the best records across the past two rounds by the end of this weekend. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Warriors. The Warriors. With I mean, why would you ever tip? I mean, I said a couple. I said the week before last. I'm not tipping the Warriors again without uh, without Sean Johnson, yep. and and I, I must stick to that. 100%. So, so uh, the Knights it is. Titans take on the Broncos at Hope Solo. The big uh, big brother, little brother match. Again, I'd <sighs> Proctor love back for the Titans. I'd love after, for the after, Titans after, after his uh, wonderful meeting with you. You inspired him. <laughs> yeah. Look, um... Broncos, obviously, with the lack of McCulloch, there's some moves there. Hunt being, I guess, being slightly bigger body, he's moving to hooker. For I, don't, I don't mind Hunt at hooker. I don't mind hooker either. I've seen all these people go, oh, fucking wise, blah, blah, blah. Wayne's already come out and said Who Cody's. else, though? Well, yeah, I mean, look, cause, like, a lot of no. people are saying Cody should have just slotted into hooker. Yeah, no. But you've got your harvest combination for next year, you still got exactly. to try and build well, that. So. Well, Wayne came out and said, yep. Cody is our seven next year. 
So why are we going to... Yeah. Plus, Hunt is a much better defensive option. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. I'd like to see the Titans get up for this one. But after, like, after not showing any pride in their season, I don't know how they show any pride in their region. Yeah. Broncos. Key note that Henry Perinara is the referee. He's like, it could be it, it could be the Titans may bring their A game. They may try. Yeah, well, but they may end up like the finals last year. One of his illegitimate cunt bug-eyed children isn't playing in this match, so he'll be fair. <laughs> Look, let's let's be real. The Broncos will be smart from that loss to the to the, the Eels. They would have had that one penciled in as a win. Yeah. And uh, and the way that they they didn't capitulate, but the way they kind of surrendered and allowed Parramatta to dictate what happened in that second half. Will be something that the the it would sting. Put it and, this way: uh, if Jordan Kahu played for the Storm, yeah, he could point to the sticks. You'd be an only child by now. Well, no, you could point to the sticks and not have to fold any fingers back. <laughs> Put it that way. Sharkies take on the Raiders at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Mm. Look, it's it's just it's hard it's hard to say Canberra are back because we didn't watch the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We did see we did see the Sharks game where they where they they were good. They did enough. They yep. did enough to beat a team that they should have comfortably yep. beaten. And they did beat them comfortably. Um, I I don't think that there's enough mental fortitude in in the Raiders yet, and they've left it a, a little bit too late. If, if they go up against this Shark team, I think the Raiders are a shout for this game. But I I can't, I can't go past the. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know the sharks are, are a good side. They they they're making their run into the finals now. I mean, they're starting to tighten things up and yep. they're starting to tweak things and uh, and get yep. it all working they well. Are. They're not <coughs> their discipline's improved. they I think that this is going to be this is going to be a forward progression for them. And when the going gets tough, Canberra are gone for this season anyway. That's and it. That sort of thing is you know can make a difference. You know, just as the the rooster showed us last week, they can get in and win a grind. I think the minute Canberra. <coughs> Canberra come in and their game plan doesn't work. <coughs> um, they they fall and go back to, to silly mistakes. I think the yep. Sharks are comfy here. Yep. Okay, Panthers take on the Roosters Sunday afternoon at Brookvale Oval. The Panthers manly take, mighty manly Seagulls take on the Roosters, I should say, at, uh, at, my, at Brookvale Oval. Wanna, um, wanna come over? Come over what now, what? Come over to the good side? No, fuck no. Um, <laughs> hell no. That, 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 was, that was Freudian. No, no, it wasn't. I was in the middle of a cough, and I just uh, fucked myself up. Um, okay, so bl- blessed that, uh, that 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 Cameron Cullen has been pushed to reserves. A, a, a dominant player when he was playing for, I think it was for the Cutters in the mm. in trust. I mean, his show his showreel was was fucking tremendous, and like a great guy from all reports. But he's not first grade standard. Getting the fuck out of there, never to be, never to be sent back. Um, <laughs> Lewis Brown has been benched, so he's not starting. So Lewis Brown was your best player. That, that's, a th- that's a thing. Just, fucking stop it. He was your best player. Fucking stop it. Fucking just stop talking. Try saving. Stop talking right now. Don't ever, don't ever open your mouth again. That's it. You're done. You fucking cook. Auditions for a new co-host. You ever say? Yeah, that's that's where the that's where the line is. <laughs> <laughs> you could talk about fucking people's kids and like all this shit, but th- no, that's the line. <laughs> if you dare you, if you ever dare say that Lewis Brown was a fucking player's player in a manly performance, I will fucking cut your dick off. <laughs> no, um, Can somebody please just get a Photoshop of Luke Lewis and New Brown and like just splice them together? I'll just stick it on your door. 
Yeah, but that's not Lewis Brown, so that's okay. It's not no, offensive. But it'll be cryptic, and you'll be like, "What? What's this? Lewis Brown? No!" Yeah, no. I mean, you don't have to go. That, what I'm saying is, you don't have to go to that Photoshop. You just just print out a picture of Lewis Brown. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why do you have to? Why do you have to take it to like some? I mean, cause I, I like I like I like Lewis when he was in Origin stuff. I got fond memories of him. A new Brown. I mean, I don't think you fuck about that guy. Like, yeah, he's, he's like he's like some you know, some park footballer yeah, that's been then, thrust into the Sharks at then, the moment. Then but. next week I'll do the same thing with like Louis C.K. and Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere you go. <laughs> Yeah, see, see just the, those those obviously like wow. I mean, he, he, he actually we really went to time and effort. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Look, honestly, at the moment, if the um, if if the super coach Trent Barrett hasn't hasn't figured out something within the space of a week that he couldn't figure out within the space of a week last week, I I I don't think Manly are going to be capable of winning this game. I mean, you. Take Manly from pre the last two weeks, very capable of winning this game. Very yeah. capable. I mean, but but what I've seen the last two weeks, I guess it turned around. It turned into that quickly, so maybe it can turn around quickly. But I just don't see it happening. To be honest, I, I think Manly offer a little bit more coming out of their own end. I think they offer a little bit more sting and speed. I think in the, attack. Yeah, I think your forwards won't be able to get you enough of a platform to use that though. Yeah. I, th- I don't think it's possible. Although I would argue they probably, I don't think there is much of a much of a gulf between the sides either. I mean, mainly at their best of like what the second, you know, the second best attacking side in the competition um, after the storm. I think as far as try score and everything. So, but defensively though, again over the year defensively, you've both missed about the same number of tackles. You know, but mainly you've missed probably all of theirs in the last two weeks. Well, mainly averaged thirty four missed tackles a game. Yeah, so they've doubled that and like, the last roosters, week. Average thirty-two mm-hmm. missed tackles a game. Yeah, but if you look at the turnaround, mm-hmm. the Roosters. You know, we're talking second half Roosters last yep, week. Yep, sure. Um, that that was a defensive fucking not masterclass, but but well, definitely. and attacking just general football like yeah. a complete forty minutes. I mean, you know, if if you, if you could get a team doing that for eighty minutes, yeah, they'd yeah. be the ones that would be people would be saying are the absolute lay down favourites for yeah, the fucking damn straight. Know, yeah, because the Storm aren't doing that. No, they're I mean, not. The Storm, the Storm are great, but they're not doing that. 100%. They did it once versus Penrith. That was the only this, earlier this year yeah. when Penrith played them. Yep. After Western, they beat them. And uh, the uh, referee's Matt Chechen. So if there was any hope a Manly fan had of, uh, of uh, winning that game, kiss that shit goodbye. Penrith take on the West Tigers out there at the Neverland Ranch. And... Uh, Potentially, we won't know until, you know, Sunday afternoon. Perhaps young Matt Morland might return. He's in 18, so I, th- I guess that means he must be close to right and borderline. So, that's that's crucial. No, it's just how old he is. If Matt Morland in the, if Matt Morland in the side, West Tigers, big chance of winning until he gets injured or gets pulled off in the second half, at which time oh, Nathan Cleary will bring him home. This is a story of father and son. You know? Okay. This this is Nathan versus Ivan the Terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Nathan, you you gotta love a Nathan. Everyone I know named Nathan's a fucking stand up individual. Fucking amazing human being. Um, I can only penises. I can only think of Ivan. <laughs> you know, just tried to commit fucking genocide. <laughs> It's really? true. It's true. Or oh, on backpackers, on his fucking yeah, on his, on his countrymen, like fucking like either hate foreigners. Yep. Were terrible. Mm-hmm. It, 
you know, the, the absolute shit cunts. And the fucking cat's in the cradle, motherfuckers. The fucking cat's in the cradle. And it's a baby tiger cradle. And there is this giant black pussy <laughs> just fucking engulfing that tiger. <laughs> and it's fucking got teeth. And it's chewing. And there's blood everywhere. And it's horrible. And fucking... But enough about your spank bank. <laughs> Look, form, dangerous form game for Penrith. Form dictates that Penrith should win. Form plus necessity dictates yeah. that Penrith Panthers should be able to get their shit together. I need to see to them. Win this I game. need to see them play a fucking game of football that deservedly makes them a finals team. If you play this doggies game this week, fucking you're gonna get you're gonna get yeah, smoked. Exactly. You're gonna get smoked. Like, uh, maybe not as bad as the Titans got smoked, but it's gonna you're gonna lose by you know a yeah. couple of tries. So. Um, West Tigers are all of a sudden playing with some attacking potential they've got mm-hmm. some fucking great attacking players um, Lola Hay is finally starting to deliver on what we thought he might be, have been yeah. you know repressed in the Warriors there's, side there's a bunch of people to say that this is a, a revenge game revenge revenge for what though you know what I mean Ivan revenge on Penrith because they fucking fired him maybe I mean there's no, Pen- no there can't be any like Penrith animosity yeah. You know, that way. Yeah. Other than, you know, we need to make the eight. We need to win this fucking game to yeah. maintain our run to try and fucking get to the finals I'd, football. I'd love to, Dad, if I could find the time. <laughs> but fucking kicking's a hassle and, you know, throw a cutout or two. But it's sure nice talking to you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Jan the silver spoon up your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's been sure nice scoring on you. <laughs> yeah. And penance to the cats as well, so... Beautiful. That's, that, I, little, I just little, did a whole fucking boy, bit on and, a giant and little, black and, cat and, being and, in a cradle. And little and little boy and little yeah. boy blue is obviously you know what just another one of the incarcerated at Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and the man in the moon. I mean, basically the man in the mirror. Obviously, <laughs> great Michael Jackson track. Which uh, it all it all to- it's all related. It's the vibe <laughs> with Panthers to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening everyone uh, thanks in advance uh, for all your continued support and uh, and yeah start thinking about them. we're getting people that are saying like oh they've got flights and everything and they're coming to check out the um, coming to check out the the grand final meetup and everything like that so start getting your plans in order it's uh it's going to come around quicker than you would think. Um, as always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League, and we're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Um, so make sure you, you go check the Facebook out and go and, go and throw some likes and, and shit on uh, on Lauren's post about the Kokomo oh, thing. It's just, just, just fucking tremendous. Wow, when you print out when you when you go old school and print the print these iTunes reviews out on paper, they're really fucking hard to read with that 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 uh, that grey uh, grey font. Um, it's really fucking hard. I need to get my glasses out. I need to go get some glasses prescribed to me to wear, so I can't get my, so I can so I can't get my glasses out. Um, and uh, we got here one here from our uh, Benny Boy zero zero one. He said, uh, "Whoever loves their stepdad, five stars." 
<laughs> Real Dad was our voice of reason in the uh, blended family of NRL fans. But he went to the shops for a pack of smokes one day and never came back. <laughs> now we have a stepdad who's a Panthers fan and a mother figure who squirts furiously every time she mentions Manly. Huh? That's you. <laughs> God damn. It's, it's really confusing when you, if you want to talk about a mother figure when we have actually have like a female on the yeah. show. Like, I've, you know, yeah, I've had that issue. Yeah. Uh, so now we have to listen to our parents make love loudly every week in the game reviews. Ugh, shivers. It's hard to bear. But somehow we managed to hide the pain and tune in every week. You should too. Thank you, uh, BennyBoy001. And uh, we've got Benlux1 said, uh, all other podcasts in decline, five stars. Um, he's actually written five stars, as well as actually having the five stars as well. <laughs> Not only is this the best NRL podcast, it's the best, NRL, it's the best podcast full stop. Nate and Stepdad are a couple of gronks that all go, that, uh, all go for questionable teams and... Uh, massively biased towards these sides and manage uh, managed to give an informative and hilarious insight into the world of rugby league. Keep up the great work, fellas, and go the uh, bunnies and the, the blues, I guess. It's fucking really hard to see this uh, print. Uh, hashtag Tigers in Decline. Hashtag X Factor. Hashtag Missing Real Dad. How had the X Factor coming for a while, hey? Caught up with Real Dad a little while ago. Yeah, was that since the last episode, though? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Because I remember you going up the mountain. I was. But, uh, this was the story. Yet again, fucking just got an update on real to fucking dodge me. You tried again, did you? Yeah. What happened this time? Did you turn up unannounced again? Turn up fucking unannounced. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if he thought I was on the phone or something, but when I can hear from his fucking office, tell him I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> did you, who did you announce yourself as, though? Like, is, is it was you? Or did you try and, like, pull, it, pull a stunt? What do you mean, stunt? Well, like, say, you know, my name's such and such, and, like, just give, like, a name of a West Tigers player that, you know, that they may not know, but, like, they take it they take it verbatim to him, and he's like, oh, this cunt. Oh, look, I'm happy to do that over the phone, but yeah. in person, what if somebody I know sees me, and I say, I'm Aaron Woods, and then they fucking hate me forever? You got a beard? Well, you could grow your hair out a bit, though, to be, if you want to sell it. <laughs> Just blew on a fucking ponytail. Most buddy level of disguise. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there's nothing to tell from the story? No. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Supercoach, uh, the Wendells uh, leading, followed by NZ underscore Magpie 54, Ebenezer Rascals, Dingbass, Lamb of God, Lucky Punks, Junior Mints, Grey Ghost, Sismi Timbers, and Seaweed Steelers. And uh, tipping, am I winning on top? This time, joined by three other people. So we've got four people tied on top. Uh, that is uh, Lynn, uh, followed by uh, Terry G, Mad Dog, and JB. Then one point back. We've got Fabs, Kylie, Hemi Nova, Macca, Matthew Brella, and Desi's Ducks. So we're looking at a top ten separated by one correct tip. This is good. This is the closest. I, I want to say it's the closest tipping contest we've ever had. I always felt like in the past that we've had one or two guys that have been kind of two games or three games yeah. ahead of the rest. Now... Probably due to abysmal tipping with mm. with with scores of four and five, and even a three in the top ten last week out of eight. Uh, probably largely thanks to like teams like the Knights and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so with abysmal tipping, is even the competition up, and uh, it's great to see. So uh, yeah, keep it going, and that's it. That's all we've got time for because it's now it's uh, mid morning on the Thursday. So hopefully get the podcast out to you guys just after lunch. <laughs> And your iPad's ringing. Who talks Who talks on their iPad? I don't know. It's linked on my iTunes. And uh, so now, if that rings, this rings. Yeah. And I can't silence it. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 
good episode. Have a great da- week. I don't mind the daytime episodes. Love that. It feels episodes. tired. But yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, thanks for listening and uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you guys next week. See you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.